would like to take you on a strange journey. Police in California claim a woman killed her boyfriend because he took the wrong McDonald's meal home to her. Pekka Cologne was stabbed after taking his girlfriend a ham, egg, and cheese bagel with coffee when he was supposed to get her two sausage McMuffins and orange juice. That's a big breakfast. Hey, she wants what she wants. Kiki Johnson is charged with murder. Police believe the couple argued after Mr. Cologne brought home the wrong McDonald's meal. Ms. Johnson gave herself up later in the day and is being held on a million dollars bail. Nick sent me through a message that says, Leslie, was she demanding like that? <laughs> uh, no, but, um, you know, I, sometimes things had to be just so, you know? I don't think Suzette would kill me. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> when I was asleep, uh, Suzette would not kill me. <laughs> definitely, she definitely gets upset. When you get the wrong thing. I do, too. I, I think I'll have to admit I'm pretty picky about my meals. That's why I mostly cook for myself. Well, but her argument is, and, and the, the thing that really blows, she's probably right, is that she told me. And I don't hear her. She always complains that I'm not listening, you know? So she'll say, listen, okay, I really want you to go. Even like with something like a blockbuster movie, pick up this movie. Cause of, uh, okay, alright, and I'll go and I'll come back with a different movie. <laughs> and she'll go, why'd you get that movie? I said, oh, I thought uh, you'd like it. She goes, I told you a movie I want. like, no you didn't. You never hear anything I say! <laughs> when she yeah. says I told you, instead of saying no you didn't, you're natural response from now on should be I look for it honey they didn't have it even if you don't remember because you're guaranteed that she told you thanks for that sister but <laughs> what I do now is I bring the phone with me and I double check as I'm waiting to check out Good call. now you want it you know um, uh, how about this because I'm not saying she would actually like like kill me or something like that but she gets pretty upset if I don't listen one day Dark, you might just cross you? the line I know what about you Dark Side does Michelle get upset I, I write things like down I I have to write things down because uh, for just that reason though, right? I mean, she you didn't start writing it down. I didn't start carrying the phone, right? Until the, until the last time I heard, why did they give me that phone? Like, yeah, yeah she, does, she doesn't get murder pissed, but um, I mean, you know, if she asks me to go pick up something and I'll get to the store and forget about it, she'll be like, dude, what the hell's wrong with you? You know, and she'll give me it, but. Uh, yeah, I have to write yeah, it down. So now down. you write it down. Yeah. It's their own fault, though. I mean, you're sending a man to do a woman's job. You're saying you're oh. incapable of going to the store? <laughs> well, I mean, I could go to the store, but oh, when you're going to be, right. like, picky and, you know, uh, picky about things, you know, we're trying to help you out a little bit. We're trying to do nice things when we go to the store. I feel a lot of love in this room. And then, you know, we're at the store, and we're dealing with things that we're not accustomed to in the supermarket or the store. I'm glad he's are you a child? And then when we come back, you bitch at us. And we even throw in like an extra magazine for you or something like that so you could read and have a good time. And then all of a sudden... I can't believe you, on the same page as this guy. You bought the wrong kind of cheese. Oh, kill me. You know what I mean? So then you got to go back to the store again, just like all the other dads or, you know, the other guys out there. We're all stuck in this store all weekend, you know, while you guys are sitting at home waiting. Tough and to then, believe you're not married. And then when we get back, we get bitched at. You know what well, I mean? You know, we, I mean, he's speaking the truth so, here. But what he's saying, so I mean, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to help you out. We're trying to do something that we're not really 
efficient at. So you're buying that whole thing about it's a woman's job? No, I don't necessarily believe that. Okay, well, let's, let's take cooking. Suzette's an excellent cook. I'm a crappy cook. Okay, I mean, I can make it through, you know, uh, I, I don't know, what's the hamburger helper or, you know, something really, with directions and I'm, I can throw some mm -hmm. McNuggets in the oven, <laughs> <laughs> but then I hear this tastes horrible or, or you did a lousy job or you didn't do it right or how come you didn't, yeah, you know, why you, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm, why are you giving me flack about this? I don't know. I'm not like I mean, that. I'm I can't speak for your I women. Don't do. I'm not saying it's a woman's job to cook, but in if that's the way the system is set up, I'm not going to... Well, I do give her crap about her checkbook. I think but about it. But here's the Very thing. Very nicely, though. Nick's saying if I bring home the wrong cheese. So you're acknowledging up front that you don't know how to shop. So instead of like Darkside does, if I say get me mozzarella, instead of saying, okay, I know my track record that I get the wrong thing, writing it down, you go and take a shot and come home and then you can't believe why we're upset. No, he's just saying, hey, we're on the same team, Nick. God, this is bizarre. <laughs> but what he's saying is, is that we're, we're making effort here. Why should we be, be beat up? Because we tried. For example, I have gotten flack like insane over which Parmesan cheese I've picked up. Well, I can't it's speak very for confusing. I don't this do stuff like that. You're going to have to take that up with your respective women. Yeah, but there's, there's all kinds of different brands and different kinds, and there's different. Uh, this one's a little bit harder, and this one's a little milder and sharper. And you're sitting there, and the sweat's pouring down, and you want to make the right decision. And they didn't have it. You get it. You come back going. Why'd you get that? <laughs> ah! It wasn't like I just sat there and said, oh, I'll just grab any cheese in the shop. I actually read all the damn labels. I couldn't find Percatelli or whatever brand it was. Well, here's what you should do. For each and every item, you should call her to make sure you're getting the best. Guarantee. And I do. Have you seen the commercial on TV where that guy's calling <laughs> yes. everything? I should I do this? Should I? I don't want to make a wrong move. I don't want any flack. <laughs> you know, I don't want to. And then, oh, guys, be forewarned, gentlemen. Be forewarned. Let this phrase never pass your lips. I didn't think it was such a big deal, <laughs> but I said, "Hey, if you want something done right, do it yourself." Oh, oh. 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 five with a bullet. Oh. oh, am I hearing that one? <laughs> she went ballistic. <laughs> I, still don't I, bring, know why. I bring four of your children. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm not sure why. What was so offensive about that? But he's, oh, my God. I would have just said, you got that right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do anything. Well, there, are, there, is a, bitch. <laughs> there, are, there is a body of thought amongst women that men, we deliberately do stuff wrong so that they will oh, do it. Perfect story. Like, I guarantee my father will probably never admit this, but when my parents were first married, my mother sent my father to the store to get lemon pudding. He came home with four lemons and to this day has never done any kind of shopping except for picking up little stuff again. I know that was purpose sabotage. I think that we are, and not only do they suspect it, but there's a certain degree of guilt in there as oh, yeah. well we flounder around with these things because our heart's not really in it you know and 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 uh, just give me that i'll cook it 
like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to do a mash the garlic? And I'm sitting there with a rolling pin. Rolling up. <laughs> what are you doing? He <laughs> said, must crush the garlic. So Not you know. Rolling pin. You know you're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> Maybe. You just destroyed your entire argument. <laughs> but, but, but after you get the crap, then you really try. And when you really try, you don't get no credit for it. You just get hassled because you didn't get Percatelli. You got Romano instead of Percatelli cheese. <laughs> Who the pressure hell knows the difference? It's it's pressure does taste different, though. I wouldn't throw that one at her either. Who the hell knows the difference? <laughs> Keep no, that to yourself, I, too. I can tell the difference. No, you, you can. In fairness, I mean, it's when you get the wrong one, you know it tastes different. And that's why she wants that particular mm -hmm. sharp t cheese or mild cheese. You know. That's nitpicking, but, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it would be. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. The Snyder Radio. Oh, what better way to celebrate? On Radio 104. Listen up. Ladies and gentlemen. This is my favorite part. The best of the Snyder Radio. Talk to me. Radio well, another thief, this time in Tallahassee, was caught with a stolen car after he parked it in a handicapped space with the stereo blasting. Passing police officer asked the driver to move, but instead of complying, he said he was just visiting the shop for a couple of minutes. The likely excuse. The old just stopping. He's in a stolen car, mind you. Yes, yeah, so because he's okay. such a jerk as well as an idiot, the cop ran a check on the plate, found that it was stolen, called for backup, and arrested the kid who then fought with officers. He's now charged with grand theft auto, assaulting a police officer, possession of cocaine. So he also had cocaine, and he was putting up a fight with the cops, right? And parking in a handicapped Your space. license. Where's your license? It's on the bumper, man, back there. <laughs> The cop said in a, an amazing understatement, he's not exactly a criminal mastermind. That's a quote. This kid needs to be put down. These are the people who park in the handicapped spaces. These are the people. Yeah, well, I mean, this is just this is just completely over the top. He's part, he, a cop asked him to leave. Mm -hmm. He stays. He knows he has he's a stolen car and cocaine. High as a kite. <laughs> they should have just... If the cop had just shot him where he stood, it would have been a mercy killing. Tooted. Over. Nose candy. Coke. I don't think anybody would have blamed him. Would have said, Come on, this is, look what happened. Everybody go, oh yeah, we understand. <laughs> <laughs> In Pennsylvania, Norristown, Pennsylvania, dirty dancing is out at the prom and other dances. Teens will have to keep it clean at the Saroon Philadelphia School. School officials... Call all the MTV-style bumping and grinding, quote, sex on the dance floor. So, here are the guidelines. You can still slow dance, but without any inappropriate touching and no simulated sex. And also no more of that routine where the guy lies down on the floor and the girl dances over his face. You can't do that anymore either. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they got a point. The dirty, this, the dirty, it is simulated sex. I mean, you know, back in the day, we used to goof and call it the French hustle where we'd come up behind some girl and pretend we were mm -hmm. renting her uh, without her knowledge. But now that's actually a dance. I don't believe we invented the French hustle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was... Both <laughs> <laughs> from the rear, part the seas, and gesture. Uh, and you you got to be, I uh, always had to be a, a penis length apart. No, but some of the dances are just off the hook. Yeah, didn't Seriously. they call it, Mudbone would know, housing. Didn't they call it that too? 
You, know, you dance, you know, right up against the girl or guy. Well, when I went down in Jamaica, they call it getting rude. <laughs> I mean, a lot of they did. A lot of dancing has to do with sort of simulated sex acts. But you got, I mean, they're actually simulating sex acts. It's not like it. It's not even hidden like in the Lobata, the forbidden dance. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of gyrating and rubbing and touching, but there is actually some sort of a dance move involved. So I, I, I can't blame them, quite honestly. Yeah. I don't know if I want my daughter being dry humped by some jock <laughs> at school dance. Can't blame you, Dave. <laughs> In written, they call it effing. It's, just, it's actually effing, they call it. Police in Palo Alto, California, are rewarding good drivers with traffic tickets they can exchange for free coffee and donuts. I'm an excellent driver. They hope their Citizens Awards, which resemble real traffic tickets, will improve people's driving. However, some motorists say they find it stressful being pulled over, even if it's to get a reward. One motorist said, being pulled over is a hassle. If I want a donut, I'll buy one. I agree. Well, first of all, you really good drivers are mental cases anyway. What? So you must completely blow a gasket if you see the red lights yeah. going on. I mean, oh. I see the red lights going on. I pretty much know what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I was doing. You had the red light. I was driving perfectly, and I brushed before I left and got in my car. So, I mean, you just, you got to be completely freaked out. Mm -hmm. So far, Rain Man has gotten all the local citations. <laughs> two dozen donuts. He's already collected. Well, the BBC, British Broadcasting Company, is looking to register... The catchphrase, you are the weakest link, goodbye. That's according to reports over there. They want to you prevent... You are the weakest link, goodbye. Yes. They want to prevent commercial firms from cashing out on Anne Robbins' quiz show slogan. Apparently, people are merchandising t-shirts and things with that phrase on it, and they want it copyrighted, so they're the only ones that can do it. I don't think that will affect our game show, which will be wrapped up by next Monday. Yes, it will, and uh, that's another useless gift. It goes right in there with oh, yeah. your Billy singing Billy Bass, mm -hmm. the weakest link T-shirt, which is good for like <laughs> one wear, maybe this afternoon, and then it's like passe. I, mean, I wouldn't even wear it today. I wouldn't have worn it last week. A T-shirt no that shot. says you are the weakest link. Goodbye. No oh, shot. <laughs> but it's, but that, it says goodbye. It's you are the weakest link. Emperor Sam. Goodbyes on the back. Now, let me ask you this. If they made it in a black medium, would you wear it? Was it giving it to me for free? Yeah. No. <laughs> Even D draws the line somewhere. <laughs> so, and then also, Weakest Link, I guess their ratings are way down this uh, past Monday. Sort of uh, plummeting quickly. And, you know, Ooh. I also wanted to... This, this Ann Robinson, she looks manly. She's mannish, are you saying? Have you noticed that? Nick, you watch the show. Yeah, she's... Uh, she, she scares me, frankly. Yeah, she's not, she's not really scare, scary. She's like a miniature version of Janet Reno. A miniature yeah. English version of mm -hmm. Janet Reno, I would she, say. She's the English Reno. Yeah. This yeah. just in, uh, Vince McMahon is announcing the XWL for next season. The extreme weakest link. He's going to combine the football with the weakest link. I'm not sure how he's doing it, but maybe this will work. <laughs> she hates me the most. She hates me. You are the weakest link. Bye. She hates me. <laughs> <laughs> the Snyder Radio.
D-Center himself really in an effort to make it something special for you. You are a fanatic. Do you know that? I hope you'll enjoy it. On Radio 104. Listen up. Ladies and gentlemen. This is my favorite part. The best of the Snyder Radio. Talk to me. Radio 104. Time for Ask D-Snyder Radio. People, enjoy. First up, a question for you, D. D, I remember when I used to listen to Jake and Beth. Thanks for saving the show, by the way. So, I saved the show. Yes. If I remember correctly, Nick was an intern then, and that was nice. How did he get to be producer over such a short period of time, and why not Beth? Faithful listener, Kathy yeah. from Southington, who loves the show, especially in the hood with Beth Lockwood. Jump in just well, for a second, Kathy. Yeah. I never wanted that job. Okay. Uh, I'll just say that when I got here, I was told, this is your co-host, and I'm, you're a fabulous co-host, Thanks, and I know why they kept you. Uh, actually, Silent J was my engineer. <laughs> actually, I do believe Nick was supposed to be my engineer and show producer, wasn't it? For one day? Uh, no, I was uh, engineering the show and producing the show at the same time because Silent J was, they were on comfortable with him running the board from the get-go. Yeah, and then uh, so, I don't know, how did you come to be the show producer? I think he was assigned as well. Was it your, your excellent work on the Jake and Beth show? Uh, I didn't ask for this gig. <laughs> no, um, None of I, us did, Dave. Uh, after Jake was uh, let go, uh, Dave uh, Hill brought Beth and I upstairs and just told us you know, to hang tight, and they'll take care of us. And then all of a sudden, we were told that you were coming, and then all, all of a sudden, I was told that I was going to be your producer, and I said, oh, what do they do? <laughs> <laughs> and he's still saying that to this day. <laughs> what do they do? But, uh, and then it just kind of happened. And then, you know, they knew, because I've been talking to management about this, they knew. They knew you were good. Yeah, they knew what kind of mind I had and my... My capacity, my capacity, just to learn things and just you are an you know. underachievement nexus in the universe, and it's always going to be like this. <laughs> well, they told what me they, said. they told me that I was a sponge, and they knew that I could. They I said could, leech. I, well, I could suck up so much radio you knowledge. You know how you sponge off your parents. <laughs> yeah, right. Couple roundtable questions. First up, Robin says, seatbelts. Do you wear them? Do you make passengers wear them? How about kids? And emasculated you. So, uh, oh yeah, but I, I mean, once they start. Oh, don't watching, even give me. No, I was into Antiques Roadshow. I like that. That's no, it's not, it's not so much that, but I was just, I was sitting there, I was, I mean, my mind really wasn't on the game so much because I, this was such a stupid game. You know, they the have figure skating on too. You should have caught some of that. I did catch some of that. I'm somebody's um, bitch. Uh, the Ravens <laughs> and the Giants. I mean, why would I want to watch that game? Finally, I, we just sat there Just because of the stakes. That's the whole deal. It's yeah, the Super Bowl. No, it's I know. It's Super Bowl. It's the stakes. It's uh, it's the event that surrounds it. It's the excitement. There's, there's a lot going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I watch the Besides rest of the Besides the game. fact that we do a morning show where we try to pay attention to things that the masses are interested in so we could be conversational about it. Sure. Uh, I haven't seen too many emails regarding the <laughs> antique road show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I did watch the rest of the game. Somebody's though. not bringing his A-game this morning, then. <laughs> Somebody's just, not bringing his A game. I can't look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I stayed up and watched the whole rest of the game, even though it sucked. I had a rough weekend. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about your yeah. rough weekend in a minute. Uh, Beth, yeah. uh, where'd you go? Party? I, or? No, I, well, we, I went, Glenn and I went to, uh, to a bar with uh, some okay. friends. And, uh, yeah, it, was like a, just, it was like a party. There was a cake. Well, my kids birthday. all had, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Well, my, uh, let's see, a couple, you know, all my kids had, Jesse had his own party at the house, and we had some friends over. You know, we watched the game, and we have uh, Halftime, Dark Side, was the best halftime I've ever seen. Even it was so sync, cool. dude. It freaked me out a little bit, but I really liked the sort of the concept, what they were trying to do with it. Hey, well, I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, it started with this great little short. Yeah. Uh, which um, who was uh, who was it? Adam Sandler was in it. Uh, it was awesome. And ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. And Chris I saw Rock. that. Yeah. You saw that? Did you see when he tried to put his fist in Stephen Tyler's mouth? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. I left pretty. <laughs> Stephen Tyler's screaming. You know how big Tyler's mouth is. He goes, "Now wait a minute!" And he takes Ben Stiller takes his fist and he puts it up and. It almost fits in Tyler's mouth. He goes, I should be able to put my fist in every single one of your mouths by now. Yeah. <laughs> and then Adam Sandler comes in as a choreographer, mm -hmm. which was very funny. Um, but they ran out on the field, and they did this sort of intercutting between NSYNC doing their stupid thing. And I, I couldn't believe they... they were really singing, too, which oh. I shouldn't be impressed by that these days, but I, I, I was. I was sort of impressed no, that they were singing. I was singing. completely yeah. impressed. I was completely impressed. I had a musician friend of mine over, and I am so sick of these artists coming out pre-taped. Everybody sang live last night. Ray Charles sang live. If only someone told him to move over a little bit, he wasn't on mic, <laughs> which sucked. Uh, Backstreet Boys sang the national anthem live, even though it was a little out of tune at one point. I was just, it was a pleasure to see people actually doing something mm -hmm. live, and everybody sang live Dark Side, which I think is cool. Mm -hmm. And didn't sound too bad either, actually. No, I thought Aerosmith sounded great. Oh, so what they did, Dark Side, is they had a huge stage, and it, they, were they letting fans out onto the field there? I think it was a pre-selected group of um, people with MTV signs and that kind of thing. I thought that was a little bizarre, though, to yeah. actually let... I mean, it was the playing field. They had several hundred people out there on the field jumping around and stuff. I would figure that would tear the surface up. But anyway, they had NSYNC and, um, and Aerosmith going back and forth, each like doing a piece of their hit songs, trading off. And they were even finishing each other's songs, like the last line. And then they broke into Walk This Way. And NSYNC, uh, Mary J. Blige, who else was Britney there? Britney Spears. Uh, yeah, uh, and a, Nelly. And a rap artist. Yeah, that Nelly. Nelly was out there. They all did Walk This Way. It was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty good, too. It was really, it was really exciting. It was really cool. Of course, Aerosmith, the rock band. Yeah. They just looked great kicking ass up there. And, uh, and everybody just came out and sang. It was, it was actually the best one I've seen since Michael Jackson. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was several. Oh, God, I don't remember when that was, but I thought he was so horrible that, that year he, that he was there. Michael Jackson. Nick, did you see it? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I mean, the NSYNC guys, I mean, they're kind of queer, but... I, I, well, they're, doing they're, their, they're doing their thing, though. It sounded good. Yeah, I mean, it I mean, was they're, cool. They're queer all the way I, to the bank. I, so <laughs> I will say for a halftime show, it's the first time I've watched a halftime show all the way through. Never before have I watched a halftime show, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, Brittany didn't look very good, though, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. She, oh. Lost, some, she lost some weight. 
Holy crap. Yeah, well, she's good. curvy in all of the right places. At yeah. She was smoking. Yeah. <laughs> she was smoking. She got that little girl next door thing going on. Then she starts singing. She's a slut. <laughs> 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 she's slutting it up out there. Oh, man. I never thought I'd be jealous of somebody in NSYNC. Oh, no. She with a Backstreet Boy or NSYNC? No, NSYNC? she goes out with one of the NSYNC guys. Right, 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 right. Matter of fact, she sang with him over there. So, oh, by the way, uh, Brett Hitler, friend of the show, got engaged this weekend. Congratulations. Congratulations. Not Brett. during the Super Bowl, I hope, Brett, because you could be a little more romantic than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baby, you're the greatest. Now shut up. The game's on. Um, so, anyways, uh, but other than that, you know, I had pretty, you know, saw a couple movies, had a pretty uh, normal weekend. Mm -hmm. For those of you uh, doing the, the D. Snyder House drive-by this weekend uh, or didn't make it and want to know what you missed, uh, you would have seen me filling um, the windshield wiper fluid in my car mm. <laughs> at one point. Uh, no, and unlike Nick, I did not put antifreeze in there or, or, or the reverse. Uh, and chopping some ice. You With know, the raised temperature, I had the opportunity to break up a little ice in the driveway, which was kind of good. Why they still don't have a behind the music on you is, is mind-boggling. <laughs> I know. It's just like, it's so edgy. It's, it's, I'm, so, I'm such an edgy, crazy guy. One thing I'm, that I'm dealing with is, and this is, before I want to talk about these guys, what's going on with them. Got a blank message, by the way, Nick. You want to fire that off again, okay? Um, is that uh, this coming weekend... Until next Saturday, mm -hmm. I've got something big event going on. The Black Crows are having a, have a new album come out. They've, they got signed to uh, a new label. So they're having a album completion party. And, uh, and I got invited to that. It's like a pretty, pretty cool list of people because um, besides the Black Crows being there and Jimmy Page and other musician friends, and they're going to perform... But um, let's see, uh, not Mia Tyler. Liv Tyler is going to be there. Apparently, some of the guys from Aerosmith are coming down. Mm. Uh, Kate Hudson's going to be there. She's married mm -hmm. to the lead singer of the Crows. So Goldie Hawn's going to be there. And uh, Kurt Russell's going to be there. Howard's going to be there. I'm going to be there. How'd you get invited? Who do you know? I don't know anybody. They... They, I, well, actually, I do. My brother is on that label. Mm. But he... My brother always tries to, like... He's... I'm very close with him, but the fact that he's in the music business and that I'm in the music business, he's always like kind of keeps his mouth shut about that. And and I think there's a little bit of, I don't know. I I, I always feel it's kind of he, gets, he doesn't really like it when people bring me up. And apparently um, he had to make the call and say uh, they want to know if you'll come to the party. And so I was like, uh, who's going to be there? Mm -hmm. So, but you know what? The thing is with those lists though is that they tell you. They tell that you don't know if they're telling you who they hope's going to be there. So they hope that you'll say yes, and then they can go to the next person and say, "Oh, and D's going to be there." And you know they play everybody off each other. But but apparently it's uh, it's going to be a pretty cool party, and you know supposed to be this big jam at the end and everything like that, which I won't be participating in. But I'm going to go to that next Saturday, so I'll have that to go to uh, tell you about. As well. Uh, now, I'm really dying to find out. Nick had a car accident. And I which I don't understand. So, well, let me get this straight. Nick, just, you know, I don't want you to give it away. So what? You were sitting in the passenger seat. Mystery girl was driving and she crashed? <laughs> I was by myself. I don't know you were driving? On. Yeah, I can't drive anymore. I don't know what happened to me. I mean, I, I'm all right when I come in, in the morning because nobody's on the road. But as soon as... Cars are on the road, highways or parking lots. That's when I have my problems. Okay. I can't do and, it anymore. And Darkseid, 
who had, who had, as of Friday, some Viagra in his possession and was supposed to do some experimentation this weekend has not told us yet if, in fact, he experimented with it and or what happened to that end. But I know the intent was there. Darkseid intent, intended to do some serious... <laughs> Wood shopping oh. this weekend, so to speak. Oh my God. <laughs> Woodchopper's ball, as they like to say. So let's take a break, come back, find out what's what happened with Darkseid and Nick over the weekend. And uh, also, uh, let's enjoy our brand new, for everything else, there's D. Snyder Radio. Romantic Caribbean vacation for two. $2,500. Latex bodysuit with built-in stilts. $1,700. Mission Impossible style facial replication technology. $4.2 million. Beth Lockwood's reaction when Nick flips out of his Glenn disguise. Priceless. There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's D. Snyder Radio. Your recommendation would be D. Snyder Radio. Regular or king size. What? WMRQ. into the D-Sider Radio family feud fueled by questions survey questions from the Peeps Bowl at our Radio104.com website that you that you answered okay love that and um, want you to be aware go to Radio104.com to check out our brand new D-Euro sticker network these damn Euro stickers are everywhere Nick, I thought you said that you have a whole new list of them today. Yeah, you'll have. Well, you have the list for tomorrow because they're they'll be out in everywhere today. I got a letter here from uh, Ben from the Tuck. Says D. After a long day at work, I get back to the shop and see something under my windshield wiper. It's a D Euro sticker. I don't know how it got there, but I was psyched. I've been looking for them for a while. The next day, one of my coworkers said he put it there. He got it from the Morris Deli. It's so cool that I could get Euro sticker in the little town of Morris. I listen to the show as much as possible. It's funny as hell. But when I'm with my boss on the road, he won't listen. He says he's just a big baby, I think. He says Nick's voice annoys the excrement out of him. He wants to kill Nick just because of his voice. Why don't you have Nick try to talk like a man for a day? Maybe my boss would listen. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Can Nick... <laughs> Can Nick talk like a man for a day? <laughs> Nick, give me a man voice. Give me like a deep. Come on, give me like a real man voice. I could do it, D. Does yeah, that sound tough? I'm Mr. Ray. Yeah, that's. Go ahead, that's do good. it. Come on, do it. I'm a tough guy. <laughs> Stop Can kidding around. A, I am a bad ass. No, 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 no. I think he means like an actual tonality, not what you say. That, that is the, the, changing my tone. <laughs> sounds the same. No, for instance, I would say, Hi, D, how are you? Something like that, you know, yeah, where you pretend to have a man male voice. voice. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing. 
Go for it. <clears throat> Hi, G. How are you? That's no. Is that guy there? I think we should try this. I do not sound like a chick. Just the other day on the phone, someone asked you if you were your mother. <laughs> well, we've got locations now in Middletown, East Windsor, Cromwell, Wethersfield, New Britain, West Haven, Shelton, New Haven, Orange, Waterbury, Huntington, Long Island, Morris, Naugatuck, Guilford, Taftville, Wolcott. Wilkit, Wilkit, whatever it is, go look online, radio104.com, okay? And you can find the nearest location to you. Tomorrow we're going to have 15 more. It's the network. It's the network. They're going to be everywhere, Beth. Mm -hmm. Now, finally, it's coming together. All right, we've got a bunch of stuff to do. Uh, we've got letters on Nick's prostate exam. Uh, we had a letter back from Doc B, which we're going to play for you, and VH1 to talk about. But I really got to know what happened this weekend. Nick, the car accident. What do you mean you can't drive anymore? You've been driving now for, you got to be, what, f eight years, nine years of driving? Yeah, well, people belt? drive like idiots. I mean, I can't drive on the side streets. I can't drive in parking lots because they don't look and stuff like that. And in the high, on the highway, I just tend to drift. Like Didn't you rear-end somebody? Yeah. That's somebody else's fault. Yeah, it was. Okay. You rear-ended something. Well, no, wait a minute. Now, in fairness... Yeah, I don't know what that's, uh, what Nick's situation is, but you know, someone locks them up on you in front of you. You know, I mean, does something really stupid. You could hit somebody, huh. or if they hit somebody, you know, there's one. Sometimes there's multiple mm -hmm. deal, but usually it is your fault. You're supposed to I'm break sorry. or avoid. I apologize, Nick. Why don't you tell us what happened? What happened? I was going to the mobile mart, and they have a car wash there. <laughs> <laughs> and, You're still uh, going to the mobile mart? Oh, yeah, You're yeah. still shopping there? Oh, well, there's one where you have the, uh, there's one in West Hartford where they have a car wash, D. I get a free car wash. <laughs> just just pop in my speed pass, and I'm in the car wash. So I see the line's long, so I turn it's around. Free. And they have free yeah. food. I just <laughs> pop in my speed pass, I get free food and free gas. <laughs> it's a miracle. Mr. Lentino, you poor bastard. <laughs> so I'm driving back, and I'm in a good mood. It's Friday afternoon. You just had your car washed? No, oh. the line was too long, but it was Friday afternoon. I wasn't going to let that bring me down. And I was in the left-hand lane. Uh, I was in the left-hand lane, and you have the option either to turn left or go straight. Mm -hmm. And to the right of me is the right lane where you could just go straight. So I'm driving along. The lights is green, okay? I'm driving at, what, 25 miles an hour, okay? Cell phone rings. I look down, and all of a sudden, this woman just stops dead in her tracks. The person went to make a left-hand turn, didn't pull into traffic in the middle of the intersection, just sat there at the stupid line while the light was green, didn't make the turn, and I slammed into this woman as I was answering my cell phone. <laughs> you dumb bastard. <laughs> and I hit the brakes as hard as I could, and I look up, and I'm like, oh my god. Old lime green Ford Taurus <laughs> handicap sticker <laughs> hanging from the rear view mirror. Old lady in the car in West Hartford. I'm like, I am effed. Cousin Chris on the other end of the line. Um, I said, dude, I just got in a car accident. I'll call you back. And I get out of the car. Thank God there was no damage 
to anything. She wasn't hurt? Then I turned on the charm. Yeah, I went up to her window. D, I was very polite. I said, Miss, there's no damage to your car, but more importantly, are you okay? Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And I even opened up the door for her. I said, here, let me help you out of the car. I helped her out of the car. She, she started beating you with her cane. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, this is what she says to me. She's like, are you old enough to drive? And I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing, yeah. I mean, the older you get, the yeah. younger everybody appears. And, and I said, oh, what? I said, yeah, of course. I said, I'll show you my license, give you all my information, anything. I said, there's no damage to the cars or anything like that. She puts How on the be no damage at 25 miles an hour? I don't know. I have no idea because both cars are plastic. There was not <laughs> one nick on either car. You I must have slowed down enough. Yeah, I, well, I, I slammed on my brakes. No, it didn't. Nothing there was, happened. There was no impact. No, oh, there was when impact. I got in an accident a couple months ago, there was impact, and my airbag didn't go off either. Yeah, I mine think didn't you go have off. to. It has to be strong enough for it to go. I was glad it didn't go off. Sure. Yeah. Who wants a big airbag in the face? Yeah. So anyway, um, traffic is stopped all over the place, and she is so slow with taking out her information, putting her glasses on. I'm like, hey, oh my you god! You hit her. Give yeah, her a break. Yeah, but these people should not be driving. You're the one who took your eye off the road to answer your cell phone. It's not she, her fault. She's the one who stopped at a green light because somebody was taking a left. I know, but they they shouldn't do that. They should just keep going with traffic. So she should and hit run into the other cars. No, there should be a better system. I don't like how I don't like how people when they make a left hand turn don't pull into the middle of the. So intersection it's everybody else's system. fault. Yeah, it's everybody else's fault. I think if you case. want to place blame, cousin Chris. <laughs> yeah, for the cell phone call. But yeah, the, it's his fault. But the weirdest thing in the middle of it is I'm exchanging information with this old woman and my heart's pounding i've never been in a car accident before in my life nothing i've never hit anybody I've, no i've run into poles and trees <laughs> and stuff like that i'm not saying that a i mean tree. down in our own garage but i mean so I've, that's not an accident yeah. <laughs> well that's an accident but only i'm not hurting anybody else only myself you've only you been know? in several okay. one car accidents <laughs> this is when i'm bringing in somebody else and the weirdest thing i'm i mean i've been sitting there for like 15 minutes now exchanging information and I look over to my right freaking dark side Dave and his buddy are walking down the street in the middle of West Hartford I can't believe first of all they didn't stop him at the border second of all he's like hey Nick what's going on big smile on his face just laughing what were you doing there and I'm like of all people I gotta see this guy well, Stocks, I was, what were you doing there? I was picking up my friend in Windsor to help move some furniture because I have a truck. And 91 and 84 were like parking lots. So I'm like, screw it. We'll go around back to New Britain. So we were going through West Hartford. And we're coming up to this intersection. And there's a ton of traffic. And I see people walking around up up near the near the intersection. And my friend's like, yeah, it looks like a car accident. I'm like, yeah, cool. And we're getting a little closer. Cool. <laughs> Let's pull over and yeah. check it out. Well, we're getting a little bit closer. And I'm like, damn, that looks like Nick's car. And he's like, he's like, Nick from work? I'm like, yeah, it can't be, it can't be. And we're getting closer, and I see it's a Massachusetts plate. I'm like, oh, my God, I think it is Nick. And then we're, like, passing by, and I look over, and he's sitting there, like, talking to this old lady. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's him. <laughs> so so I, I took the next right, and I pulled over, and, you know, me and him walked over. And I was just standing on the side of the road looking at him, laughing so hard, because this old lady was laughing at him. I mean... She was so funny. Just I, I walked out in the middle of the road. I'm like, you guys okay? 
And she's like writing down her information and she looks up and she's all smiling and stuff, like laughing about it. I was like, damn, you're such an idiot, dude. And if you look closely, you see Darkseid's finger just like twitching because he's trying to press the loser button. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loser. Yeah. What, what are the odds of that that you happen by and mix in an accident? Actually, probably pretty it. good. Yeah, it's pretty good odds. Yeah. I gotta be <laughs> haunted. Yeah. When you walked up to the window, did you say, how you. Did you say, forget the damage, how are you doing? Or did you say, forget the damage, yeah. how you doing? Yeah, I gave her the how you doing. She likes you that. Doing? She likes that. <laughs> Honey, are you old enough to drive? Yeah, I'm old enough to drive. Hey, I got her number, D. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You exchanged numbers. She had nice eyes. <laughs> so she had a nice eye. So did you set, did that set the tone for the whole weekend? Nick? Oh, was yeah, it downhill it was from just, there? Uh, it was tough picking up the pieces after that one. I was a little bit shaken up and didn't do much the rest of the weekend. I it was I uh, I tried to I went back to my apartment. I got this new chick as a roommate. She's all right. She's cool. Boner. Um, no, I met her boyfriend, though. Not this past weekend, though. <laughs> yeah, I went after him. <laughs> Bend over on that couch. <laughs> no, he's all right, though. So, it's good. I got I got a good thing going on there. A chick for a roommate. It's nice. The bathroom okay, stays mystery clean. girl, uh, antiques. It was great. A nice weekend. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Beth, Mudbone's on the phone. Okay. Mudbone, what do you mean you had a fender bender with Joey? Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. I know why I got into this, because Nick done jinxed me. I take the Giants, and I'm, like, rooting for the Giants to win. They start losing. I just, like, I'm, I'm storming out of tailgaters, and Joey is, like, around the corner at a dead stop at the yield sign, and I'm coming around the corner. I'm flying, and I look up, and her car is just sitting there, and I'm, like, slamming on the brakes, and I just slide right into her. You crashed into Joey? I crashed the Lexus into Joey. Ooh, damage. What was she driving? She was driving. The mystery uh, machine? <laughs> no. <laughs> she was driving um, a little 97 Toyota Camry, and all it got on it is this one little scratch. And my hood is all bent up. Hey. The, the bumpers oh. all smashed in. My radiator was smoking. Not the Lexus. The Lexus. Not the Lexus. That sweet ride. Oh, my. Oh. Uh, I'm so bumming right now. I feel like crap. So whose fault is it? Is it Joey's fault? No, it's, it's mine, really, because I hit her from behind. Mm -hmm. Look at that. What? So you're taking responsibility for your <laughs> actions. Nick, there's something to be... See what he's doing here? Saying, it's mm. it was my fault. I hit her. He's yeah. recognizing that. That's very mature, Mudbone. That's because there's a good-looking girl involved, not an 85-year-old woman <laughs> who's handicapped. I can't believe you hit that old lady, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> You're the only one who can't, Mudbone. Right, we'll see you later, buddy. All right. <laughs> Hope the car gets fixed. <laughs> well, enough of this. Let's get to the meat of this situation, Darkseid. You left here Friday with a tab of Viagra and a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday. Screw the Super Bowl. What happened? I got to tell you, the, uh, Friday night, it wasn't looking too good that it was going to actually work out. At uh, all? No, because, well, no, because um, I, I think I irked her a little bit on Friday night. She because, was irritated with you? Yeah, she was really irritated with me because she knew my plans. So the last thing she wanted to deal with was you and hours and hours of you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pretty much, yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. The, the, the she found out about the plans and that's what irked her? 
Um, she was irked by the plan? I think it might have been my tasteless approach to it <laughs> that, that irked her a little bit. What was your tasteless approach? So, you want to do this or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a romantic. <laughs> Guys at home, listen, jot that down. You know, so, so, you want to do this or what? Well, you of all people should know. You got kids, you know. You, you got to make do with the time you have, you know. So, I wasn't well, going to, you know. You know what? I mean, I got to take some responsibility for that, Beth. Mm -hmm. I mean, I realized too late, and this isn't a joke here. I said, you know, we're asking this guy to to take one for the team, so to speak, and uh, although you know, we didn't have to pressure him too hard. He volunteered, time, I think, D. I know, I know, but on her, we should have been a little more, more considerate. Like, it's like, she's got no say in this. Hey, I, like, I know. I was the one who said, Michelle, I wouldn't be surprised if she hangs him out to dry. Well, you should have said, you know, we should have done exactly this. We should have called Ambassador Limousine. We should have got a limo. We should have got dinner and hot tomatoes. Do you know what I mean? We mm -hmm. should have set up a situation where a little foreplay and, you know, a little, you know what I mean? A car shows up. Wow. She's got a limo. They go out for a nice dinner together. Mm -hmm. During dessert, he drops the tab. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that kind of thing goes back. Set it up, winer and diner. And because we didn't, we get, so you want to do this or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't work what a so romantic. Well. So that was Friday, and she snapped like a Vietnam vet, I guess. Uh, I wouldn't say like a Vietnam vet, vet but yeah, it was, um, it was a taste. But you actually have seen a Vietnam vet snap. Your dad's a Vietnam vet, so you yeah, know what it's it, like. It wasn't like that. <laughs> but she basically you said, you want to do this or what? And she said... No. She was pretty adamant about it. She was um, pretty close to banning me for the weekend. Um, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, because, uh, well, I mean, plus she had, like, her friends and people telling her, like, you know, some of the discussions because she can't listen to the show now. Mm -hmm. She's working. So, you know, people tell her some of the things that go on. And, and they stuff, tell you, so. like, secondhand, they color everything right. and make it ugly. Of course. Exactly. It's not exactly what happened. So, as of Friday, she was um, pretty much like, you know, look, you're banned for the weekend type of thing. And um, it took some working on Saturday. It, it took a lot of, you know, mm -hmm. how you doing, honey? You know, that type of stuff. <laughs> and, um... Well, well, dark side, you know, foreplay isn't just taking off your boots, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's going to take part a little more than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I found okay, that out. Okay, so, so you kissed up Saturday. Yeah, I did some major butt kissing, and I wanted to take her out. I was going to take her out, but, um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we had Connor, mm -hmm. you know, so there was nothing really we can do. So um, we just hung out at the house on Saturday and everything, and... Um, uh, put him to sleep, you know, and while she was upstairs tucking him in and stuff like that, I, you know, went to the drawer so and I was like, you know, looking at the little blue fella there and I'm like, how you doing, you know, so I popped it down. The whole thing or half? half. They refer to the blue fella, you talking about your penis? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at that point. Oh, okay. That, that comes okay. later. Um, no, only half because mm -hmm. they come in two sizes, 50 milligrams mm -hmm. and 100 and I guess the 100 is like the super strength power. So I was yeah. like, okay, well, I'll cut it in half. So I still have the other half D. Just to let you know. Awesome. Yeah. Well, okay. So, well, I, so what happened then? So well, I I'm just telling it. you. Yeah. I talked to Suzette, and we're going to split a hundred. Good so, call. <laughs> yeah, she's going to go for half too. Uh, so continue. So I took it, and um, it took put on the Skinnered record. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I took. It took about. Um, actually, it was Easy Top. So um, I waited a little while. You know, I was waiting and waiting, and she put him to sleep and everything like that, and. Um, Dude, it, it was good stuff, man. <laughs> good <laughs> what stuff. do you mean? Like, well, what do you, what do you, do you, 
Like, what's the sensation? Do you feel something? You don't or feel anything no- for a while, like for a good half hour, 45 minutes, and you start contemplating, like, damn, is this stuff even going to work? Is this even going to work? And it's totally true. You don't just all of a sudden, oh, boom, there it is. You know what I'm saying? You have to get excited first in order for, you know, to see the effects and everything. Right. So you so, so you guys start getting a little romantic. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get And all of a sudden, hello. Details. Yeah, exactly. Come on. You got yeah. a hello handsome in there for us? Come on. <laughs> it was. For yourself? Yeah. It was, um. It was it was interesting, dude. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to hook you up here because it's almost like it's almost like your penis is borrowing skin from your butt. You're uh, saying that you said that that friend of yours told you it that is as totally well. true, dude. It is Hello, it is totally true. <laughs> there was no lies about it. It is the weirdest feeling in the world because you're just like there, and nothing is gonna stop you. You know what I'm saying? And if I was um. <laughs> If I was a little more physically fit, I bet you I could have, you know, physically went longer. But I was pooped after about almost two hours. I was like pooped, dude. Dude, that so you mean it, so you so Free Willy was willing to keep going, but you were you were just beat. I could see that. I had to sleep it off. I could see two hours of of, of boning mm-hmm. being, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two mm-hmm. hours of dark side though. Yeah. <laughs> the lights were off. Well, I'm not thinking about uh-huh. Bone and Dark Side, Nick. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, you know, so each his own. Now, there was, somebody said that, um, like, you, your color in your eyes, you know, it gets a little distorted. Like, you see, like, bluish haze. But, yeah. like I said, it was dark, so um, I didn't notice that. But, dude, it was incredible. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Seriously? Yeah. Very cool. And... The next day you do have a little bit of like it's almost like you're rubbing the skin clean off. I mean it was oh. weird and the next day you kind of feel weird oh. like like used, you know. <laughs> I felt no, so I thought used. That's how Michelle felt. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was that Beth? I felt so used. <laughs> that's what Michelle said. Yeah. Um wait a minute, so what did what did Michelle think of your performance? I think she was getting a little tired of it after a while. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> you know, I think she was um, pretty much waiting for the ride to end. <laughs> right. When her bush caught fire. <laughs> she knew there was problems. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> and uh, we spent a majority of Sunday morning in bed. You know, just like sleeping it off. And it, it oh, is. Oh. The next day, I do have to warn you, though, it's totally true. The next day, um, your balls are kind of sore. The balls? They get sore, dude. Real sore. The beans? The beans yeah, were sore? Like a headache, dude. It's nasty. Hmm. It's like a migraine in your testicles. It's bad. No kidding. Well, I don't think it's from the meds. I think it's more from the actual action. You know, slapping. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's rough. Wow. However, I do highly recommend it, though. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, we're we're planning it. We're yeah. plotting because we I'll have to. It's four kids. We got to plot. And it, it was pretty adventurous too. It was like um, we didn't just stay in the bedroom. Oh, you know? all right, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Woodshedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this is so creepy. Yeah, we, roamed, we roamed around the house a little bit. Oh, come on, dark side. What, dude? I almost if it, wasn't, if it wasn't so cold out, I'd have went to the patio. So now is this something you would care you would like to revisit in the future? Um absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Definitely. Well there it is. The dark side report finally. Two thumbs up. It and and I apologize for not giving you all the tools that you 
should have had at your disposal. I had all to the tools set I needed. this up properly. <laughs> but you use that charm. Use the old dark side charm. That's right. And uh, and he made it happen. So mm-hmm. uh, and 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 she was kind of bored to tears. Um, towards the end, she was like, you know, she wasn't just sitting there going, "All right, already," but you know, I could tell she it was wearing on her a little bit. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'm that's I'm sold. I'm sold. I got the inside. <laughs> so I'll save that other half for you. Okay, awesome. All right, well, I hope you all had uh, as, as stunning a weekend as we did, or nearly <laughs> as stunning as Dark Side did. Uh, and uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to take a break. When we come back, i got to address a couple of issues that have, have grown. Huge response on. Uh, number one, people's reaction to VH1's list. Uh, I'm not the only one who was disappointed. Disappointed! And dar- and also, basically, if you, some of you may remember or not remember that Doc B challenged Nick. Well, what happened was, and Beth, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Nick drew first blood when during his Man on the Streets, he suggested that anybody who gave a proctologist or a doctor who gave rectal exams, prostate exams, was gay. Yes, he, at the very least, questioned... Whether or not this person might have some tendencies, yeah. Right. Doc B responded by saying, I'm no, I don't know if he said he wasn't gay, but basically he said, I'd be more than happy, since you have seemed to have some issues with anatomy, to give you a prostate exam. Uh, to which Nick said, you're on. Okay. And, uh, ex- and accepted the challenge. And we didn't hear back from Doc B on Friday. And we thought Doc B was kind of flabbergasted that he might actually have to probe around in there. But we did hear back from him over the weekend. And earlier in the show, we read a letter from him uh, with, he has some, some uh, his response to Nick and some instructions for Nick. So uh, we'll replay that for you as well in a little bit, get into all of this. Before we take a break... Let's get an update from Psycho Dan. What's going on out there on the roadways, bro? All right, traveling on 84 eastbound. It's going to be slow approaching exit 48 into the downtown area and then slow around the Park Road curve. 84 westbound, steady traffic still from Governor Street in and over the Bulkley Bridge. And we have a Flatbush Ave crash. That's being cleared. It should be gone by now. 91 southbound, slow mostly in the right lane from exit 37 into the downtown area. 91 northbound, just a little bit slow by exit 29A after that. You're pretty good. And traveling on Route 2, it's going to be slow from exit 8 to 5D, and again from exit 4 to the flyover. At 820, I'm Psycho Dan with the Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. You want to do it or what? <laughs> <laughs> what a romantic. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Boy, I got to talk to you. <laughs> do you got any clue? <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Go. All right, let's let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll get in some email. It's D Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. D Snyder Radio. You're taking a stand here now. I'm looking forward to it. A man of character. Let him talk. On Radio 104. Now back to D Snyder Radio. 666-4444. On Radio 104. A lot of excitement. A lot of excitement. Uh, tomorrow, live in the adjoining conference room, the weasel, 
and the fat man are going at it, sumo style, in diapers. It depends. We couldn't get one of those official, you know, ceremonial sashes that they wear to cover the genitals and their crack. But we were going to duct tape. And yes, there will be duct tape. There is no shot that one of those diapers is coming off. Can't they wear t-shirts? They have to have naked chests. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, yeah, that. definitely. I mean, we're just going diapers and that's it. Nothing. Shut up to my little friend. Yeah, nothing oh. under the diapers. I don't see why I have to suffer. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, didn't, suffer. I didn't make any kind of bet. <laughs> So anyway, it's happening tomorrow, the big sumo wrestling between the fat man and the weasel. Uh, just enjoying my Myoplex shake on the diet, on the Fit for Life diet, courtesy of Supplement City, taking care of me. And um, But I do want to get into some D-mail. And I said with VH1, uh, Nick's pending prostate exam, uh, but there's a couple of letters I want to address as well. So I think we should do it with a little music. Maestro, to make it official. Do you have any uh, handy by any chance? There you go. First of all, there were a couple uh, of letters regarding the Viagra. And um, and this one right here, in particular, I want to read, says, uh, suggestion to you, Dark Side. Uh, it says, um, so to give you, this guy is going to give you a secret. Well, his screen name is Stiffy All the Time. <laughs> so I, he may be a good man to take this from. He says, first, smoke pot. Second, eat healthfully. This is a secret to keeping it up for hours on end. Third, when you're about to climax, think of Phyllis Diller naked on all fours. But he says be ready to think of Jenna Jameson to avoid loss of spear. <laughs> Fourth, stay in good physical health. And fifth, masturbate as much as possible between the real deal. Follow these instructions, dark side, and you'll never need Viagra. See you later and pull tubes daily. So uh, stiffy all the time. He's got so that he's that's it, man. It's a secret. He sounds like an expert. Sure, if you can't believe stiffy all the time, who can you believe? <laughs> and uh, then the uh, sexiest age, uh, John and Minnie wrote in and uh, said uh, the survey. Remember we talking about the ages, mm -hmm. sexiest age. Uh, D, the survey about women being the sexiest at age thirty-eight is right on. Actually, it was about. Males and females, was it not? Yes. And was it 38 or 34? It was 38. 38. Well, they continue to say, though it's impossible for most people, men and women, to maintain the bodies we had in our youths, women as they age need not have the bodies like Victoria's Secret models to be desired. If you eat right, exercise regularly, maintain a positive attitude, a woman can look great well into her 40s, 50s, and 60s. Um, and he goes on to, to talk about his own wife and they've been together quite a long time. He finds her just as exciting as ever. Dude, John... I know what you're talking about. Uh, you know, I'm with that situation myself, and uh, my, my wife definitely fires me up. But Kelly wrote in and says, DDD, shame on you for giving the impression that only younger women are sexy. Did I, did I give that impression? No, you didn't. You could be honest. No, you didn't. You, you certainly said that you thought 17-year-olds were really sexy. Uh, and then you started talking about how you like big chests and stuff. And I sort of reined you in. And then he said, oh, "So you mean that was? You probably heard a piece of a yeah. uh, of, of of a other of a conversation, but then you and took it out of context. You did go on to say that you found older women also very sexy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I said because I said because my wife was 15 when I met her, and oh my god, 
on. Uh, and then, uh, but she's been pretty, oh my God, continually. She's 40 now, and, uh, you know, I'm just as fired up as I ever was, if not more. You know, because, uh, so I, I, I Kelly, and she went on to sort of chastise me, and, but, but you really, it's misplaced. Nick might have said that. But now, on to the reaction to VH1's The List. You know, there was a, you know, they put that top 100 rock and roll albums of all times. And many people wrote in responding to the conversation. And I want to address that now. It says, uh, from Genghis John, he says, VH1 totally ignored Ozzy. Diary of a Madman should have made the list. And how about Faith No More is the real thing? They deserve a spot up there as well. I mean, well, Ozzy... You know, I, I say I don't know if I would have picked that album, but this is another person's opinion. You know, um, and then the cube writes, "D, I agree with most of your evaluation of the VH1 list, but I have to say your bias towards metal lets your ignorance show." Whoa, <laughs> what are you saying about? Uh, okay, metal wasn't represented, and that's a tragedy. Obviously, the VH1 employee that put the name on the list didn't have a clue. Such labels never work. And on a side note, because metal is more popular now, the term rock and roll has become become more wussy. But he says, I say no to rap, Jackson 5, James Taylor, Lauren Hill, and yes, to Guns N' Roses, ACDC, Radiohead, Pearl Jam, Beatles, Zep, The Stones. Um, but one, he said, my bias really shows with Bob Dylan. He says, especially Blonde on Blonde. That was one of the albums that was nominated. I don't know what number it was. It was up there really high. Yeah, he says... That yes, Dylan started as a folk artist, but when he came to the Newport Folk Festival in the 60s, he shocked the crowd. They tried to boom off the stage by playing with electric guitars and drums. Drums. He introduced rock and roll into the world. Dylan is possibly the biggest influence on rock and roll, so cool off on Dylan. He says, except the Beatles, of course. Cool off on Dylan criticism, unless you know exactly what you're talking about. Thanks for letting me voice my opinion. Don't ban me from listening. <laughs> talking to you. I'm not going to ban I'm not like that. I'm not going to ban you. I, I never even listened to Blonde on Blonde. And I know, I, you're right. I, I, I know I've, Dylan had the band, as a matter of fact. The band was Dylan's band. So I guess he did have a drummer at some, at some point. Uh, BK says the biggest mistake on that whole list is that Black Sabbath appears nowhere. Right on. I didn't even mention Sabbath. These guys are the foundation of any hard rock band that strummed a power chord from 1970 until today. Well said. Uh, let's see. Uh, D, uh, here's one from uh, Lisa Westfall. I'm glad you're finally discussing the list there. While I agree with some of your disagreements on the list, I must say I think you're a little close-minded. Uh, and she goes on to say that when people like Marvin Gaye and James Taylor came along, many people thought of it not only as R&B or folk, but expanded it into the rock and roll realm. But she agrees with me that Miles Davis has no place on that list. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Tiffany Kennedy, actually, she, she goofs around a little bit. And she says, uh, you know, where was at Weird Al Yankovic and Cindy Lauper? <laughs> uh, but once she says, uh, but she doesn't say this seriously. But she says, at last but not least, what about Nick's gay lover, Elton? Crocodile Rock was a big hit. Elton John wasn't anywhere to be found no. there, was he? Mm-mm. I would think Elton John is clearly in a mission, even though I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge Elton fan. I don't do not own an album. I'd have to say, my God, the guy's sold a few records and he's written a few good songs. Mm -hmm. And by the way, she refers to Nick's P.S. The Screeching Weasel Rules. I think she's talking about Nick as the Screeching Weasel. Charlie thinks uh, Led Zepp 4 should be on there with Stairway to Heaven. He says, where's that one? Um, and then uh, Jen Hirsch from Hamden writes in to tell me that uh, that I was wrong about James Taylor, that he had some albums with a drummer, 
and he rocked. You know, how about Mockingbird? How about that? She didn't say Mockingbird. Steamroller D. Steamroller. But this album that was on there was Sweet Baby James, and that was Fire and Rain, and and, and all that. That was pure acoustic, I Pretty think. sure Steamroller's on that one. Is Even it? though I actually don't like Steamroller. I like James Taylor, but... Well, obviously, I could they, be wrong. they opened that the list up to many different genres. I am so. showing my ignorance because I can honestly say I haven't listened to that record or Blonde on Blonde. Uh, Mark Kravowski was upset with uh, where Pink Floyd's displacement of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon on there. Beckham thought uh, Rolling Stone's Tattoo You was missing. Fresh Frankie was had a whole list of uh, bands that he's upset about, but he could not believe that those bozos, you two, were on there twice. Those are really good albums. He says you couldn't pay him enough to go to a U2 concert. Who did they have sex with to get on the list? Oh, come. Even if you don't <laughs> like them, you have to. Uh, they sold millions and millions and millions of albums. <laughs> Shorty Fresh P, um, not only thinks that the list sucked, but he was disappointed. Where was Twisted Sister? Thank you. <laughs> Even though I myself wouldn't have put myself on the list there. Uh, and Gunn from Torrington also thought that we just got... He said, bad news, Black Sabbath was dissed. Good news, John Bon Jovi was nowhere to be found. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, we had musicologist uh, Gene who study music. I'll try to give you the short version of this and, and wrap this part up here. Uh, basically... She says that they study, you know, of course, music and rock and roll. She mm -hmm. says basically everything since 1955 that isn't classical or jazz is considered rock and roll in the eyes of the music world, you know, officially. And if you look into that, it says if you look at it in that light, it didn't bat it, um, I didn't bat an eye when VH1's Countdown included Miles Davis and Ray Charles because those albums crossed over to the youth rock market. Yeah, so, two, so teens were playing that music, kind and of that's blue. why they regard it. That album I, sold tons of copies. Yeah, so I, I don't know about that, okay? All right. Now, last subject I want to address is mm. proctology and, <laughs> and, Nick, and Nick and proctology. And we'll start off with a response to Nick's challenge or, or acceptance of the challenge from Doc B., Saying he would not only have a, a have a uh, you know he have an exam from Doc B, but he'd bring a DAT recorder into the examination so he could tape every moment. And earlier in the show, I read Doc B's emailed response. Check this out. So I got a letter back from Doc B because like I said he was strangely silent on Friday, and we thought he was like. I'm pretty sure he went, oh, man, I can't believe he said yes. Now what am I going to do? Well, also, I think that we forget that he is a doctor with patients and isn't always on call around well, here. I think that letter says that. It says, yeah. D, sorry I didn't call in on Friday about Nick's prostate exam. I was very busy in the hospital saving lives and making the world a better place. See? <laughs> My offer was very real. I look forward to giving Nick a very personal anatomy lesson. <laughs> oh, come on. To get the ball rolling, I have prepared a brief patient education guide for his first prostate exam. If Nick follows these simple steps, his experience should proceed smoothly. Are you ready, Nick? Yes, Take I'm notes. ready. Yeah. One. Wear clean underwear. <laughs> what your mother always told you is true. Medical information is held in the strictest confidence. Poor hygiene is considered gossip material. <laughs> Everyone in the office will quickly know about any racing stripes. <laughs> Two, shower or bathe before your visit. 
see above about hygiene. So I guess they stink. They're going to talk about it. <laughs> Three, position is important to adequately feel the prostate gland. Bending over the table or kneeling on it are, are, are usual. You may hold your ankles if that makes you happy. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going to hold my ankles. <laughs> Four, idle conversation during the exam is encouraged. <laughs> Acceptable topics include sports, weather, Wishing you were elsewhere or wishing the exam were over. It is unacceptable to state how good the exam makes you feel or request an instant replay. Hey, are you sure you got all you need in there? Do it again. Hey, uh, five. Accidentally passing gas is okay. I didn't know that. There I was holding it all these years. You should not be embarrassed by this normal human function. Accidentally moving your bowels is not okay unless you are 90 years old and demented. If you crap on me, I will beat the crap out of you. Six. If you become aroused during the exam, it is acceptable to discreetly hide this from me as you pull your underwear back up. It is not acceptable to turn around, point to your groin, and say, Hey, Doc, check out my boner. We <laughs> sounded like Barney on The Simpsons. Oh, uh, seven. Under international law, I retain salvage rights to anything of value that I recover from your rectum. <laughs> Forget the dad tape, D. This one cries out for a webcast. <laughs> Signed, Doc B. <laughs> so there it is, man. There it is. Awesome. He's, he's, he's down for it, up for it, whatever you want to say. I'm looking forward to this. I wonder what he's going to wear. I think you rarely hear people say, I'm looking forward to my prostate exam. <laughs> I hope his fingers aren't too big. But, um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Oh, come on, you're hoping he's going to use the fist. D, 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 Snyder. D. <laughs> 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 come on, you guys, rein it in. <laughs> Doc Caligula. You <laughs> <laughs> should bring him flowers, Nick. <laughs> We're back. I, the reason I replayed that from earlier to capture the, the magic of the first time was read rather than reread you the letter for those of you who may not have heard it earlier. Yeah, it was magical. Yes, Doc Caligula. He'll be here tomorrow before we weigh in the fat man, fat man and the weasel and we'll set up our appointment. Or do we have to call the office and, <laughs> no, we'll and make an official appointment? We'll, we'll set up the appointment tomorrow morning. A listener called in and suggested we, we call this, this moment up. Probe the producer. <laughs> that was a suggestion somebody made. Okay. Uh, now, I just want to, just some uh, emails. Darkside, lay them on me quickly. Some music. You got them? First of all, uh, Craig uh, in Tarrington, who sent a play-by-play -play of having that procedure where they put the camera. What was that thing called again? Oh, my Colonoscopy? God. Colonoscopy? Dude, it's too painful to read. I mean, a colonoscopy. Oh, my God. But... That said, Fresh Frankie wrote in with a very different opinion of a colonoscopy. Not like, hey, it was, you know, sexually pleasurable, but he said it wasn't bad. So that was kind of good. But at the same time, I'm not going to read those because people are eating their breakfast. Um, <clears throat> Ignaps wrote in and says, D, as you know, Doc B offered to give Nick a prostate exam. He uh, asked, said some peeps, 
be present as witnesses. I want to volunteer. Before Nick can make some stupid comment about me being gay, let me explain. I don't want to see anything. In fact, I'll bring my own blindfold. I just want to be there to hear the weasel scream. <laughs> you don't scream, Ignat. And certainly, a finger is not going to make Nick scream. Fire hydrant, yes. Finger, no. Um, Dr. Procto, who is a proctologist, wrote in. He says, as a certified proctologist, I'm very disappointed with Nick for calling people like myself gay for giving colonoscopies, okay? And uh, he, by the way, he got a mullet, and he says that his patients really like the mullet, <laughs> and, I, and I've inspired him. Doc Procto has the mullet now. Congratulations on the mullet. Genghis John says, Nick is giving the phrase, taking one for the team, a whole new meaning by volunteering to have his prostate exam captured on that machine. <laughs> Doc B is a brave man to go poking around in Nick's backyard, especially since we all know about Nick's back issues. You should give Doc B a medal. We may. Andrea, Queen of the Square Circle, is volunteering to be a witness. Hmm. And Steve from Manchester is just blown away by your lack of knowledge of anatomy. That you're in your 20s, and he says, how do you even know where to put your tool, dude? <laughs> <laughs> with your lack of what's going on with people's bodies and women's bodies. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll have a tape for you. This is, uh, you know, I mean, we're going to a rare Ken Nick. I know it's an old Jake and Beth bit, but I think this, this the challenge was up to D. Snyder Radio standards. And that'll be coming. What do you think? It'll be later this week, probably? Or uh, Yeah, I hope so. I want to do this later on in the week. I mean, I'm ready. I was thinking about it all weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, you work out the details tomorrow. All right, listen, we're going to take a break. Before we do, we'll get some traffic for one second, Psycho, okay? What we're going to do is do the feud next. D. Snyder Radio, Family Feud. Using the survey questions from our peeps poll at Radio104.com. You went to the poll. You answered the survey questions. These are your answers that we'll be playing with. If you want to join in the fun, give us a call right now at 860-666-4444. If you get a correct answer, you can win yourself a prize pack. Are we giving prize packs? What are we giving away? Uh, the movie, movie passes, Steve. Okay, you win yourself a pair of passes to any showcase cinema. So it's really, I don't know if these showcase cinemas on Long Island, so probably if up in Connecticut is the best way to use them. Use it for any movie at any showcase cinema. And, uh, all right, so let's get traffic and then we'll take a break. Psycho. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Did I say that? Yes, you said that. Radio 104. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is sweet. <laughs> this is sweet. Finally, the payoff. <laughs> Took you long enough. Dark side sitting here in a thong and a bra. It is over his clothes. We, could, it, you know, we didn't lose the bet. He did. <laughs> See, if we lost the bet, he would have you in the thong and bra without any clothes on. Man, you know, not just anybody could wear a bra and thong like you wear it, dude. Dude, I look sexy. Wow. You're too sexy for that bra. That's like, how big is that? That's that bra that's been hanging in the office for a while. Yeah. I don't know where we got that thing. Somebody gave it to us. It's like a 44 triple D or something. It's, <laughs> it's not mine. It's mine. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask. Uh, we, you know what? We should go. You make we should, 15 you know, of my bras out of that thing. We should put it in the huh. building lost and found and then find out who took it. <laughs> go find her. Uh, anyways. 
Uh, and then he's got the thong on. It's a good look, man. Sweet. It's uncomfortable. Sweet. Yeah. Given those two acres you got from the weekend, uh, nice, some nice support there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let me think. Is there anything I should tell you about before we get into the thick of things here? Because, well, tomorrow, I noticed on the list it says Dibble returns from Tampa tomorrow. But I notice he's not on the, we don't have him on the sheet for tomorrow's show. Sure, he should be. Does that mean no, he's going to be on? Right at nine. Oh, maybe you updated because this is the one here. See, see the one I got right here. Yeah. Is this maybe it's an old one? Did you send another? Uh, do you got another one here? Yeah, should be in the bottom of that pile. Okay, so nine o'clock. He's gonna be on yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Good. I'm curious. His whole family are Giants fans. Remember? Yeah, from way he said back. Diehard Giants fans. Wasn't he rooting for the Ravens though? I don't think so. Being the scumbag son-in-law <laughs> that he is, <laughs> secretly rooting for the Ravens. God, I don't. I, that's got to be an ugly plane flight back for the Giants. Although I was, uh, well, they were surprised. I'm, I mean, I think it's really surprising they were even there, right? Although that doesn't take the sting out of losing. Obviously, you you go there to win, but yeah, we're surprised we're here. I mean, you look at some of the some of the stats from that thing. Um, first Super Bowl in history. Three touchdowns were scored in a matter of 36 seconds. Do you remember when that happened? When Dixon, when the, when the Giants... Did you see it, Beth? I don't even know. Are you, did you see it? Last night? No, the part where... Did you stay around and when Dixon ran that one back, the fourth longest... I just missed it. Yards. No, I didn't. I, heard, I did hear the replay, though. So, he catches the ball on 96 or 97 yards, right, Dark Side? Yeah, he got it on the three-yard line. Yeah. The fourth... The fourth longest in history, all right? And you see the momentum just shift to the Giants' side mm -hmm. of the field. And the stadium erupts, and they're enlivened. And then the next kickoff, Jamal, what's his, what's, what's his name, Lewis? What's his last name? Not Jamal Lewis. Um, uh, guy returned. It doesn't matter. Raven. I wasn't rooting for them anyway. But he runs it back. And you just see... Depression set in. You hear that music from from Stripes? It was it was just it was amazing. Also, let's say four interceptions, twenty one punts. That's a Super Bowl record. Kerry Collins almost broke the record for interceptions. Oof. He came so close to getting five. That's not a record you want to have. And the Giants turned the ball over five times, so it was not a very good game. Mm -mm. But more important things to do right now. Uh, it's not Jermaine Lewis. Yeah, I think it is. No, it's Jamal. His name's Jamal. It says Ja on the back of his. It says Ja Lewis, G J A Lewis on the back of his jersey. Hmm. Right? Yeah, side? no, it's Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> he was the one who returned that one. Anyway, all right, time for, to get into it. Fire it up, Dark Side. Let's do the feud. This is D-Sider Radio style, of course. Like I said, you go to the Peeps poll at Radio104.com. You answer our questions that we post each week. Got a blank message there, by the way. Nick, fire me off another one. And uh, and basically, eat the number one is three answers on the board all, every time. Number one answer is worth two points. Number two and three answers are worth a point apiece. We go round robin, starting with the person who did the worst. Actually, we always start with a listener. And then it goes worst to best. So the winner from last week's show... Unless it was a listener, goes last. Okay, so uh, what is the what is the firing order today, Nick? Uh, this it's listener, then it goes Nick, then it goes Dark Side, and then it goes Beth. Oh, I won last listener? week. Oh, yes, I you forgot. did. Yep. Nick, Dark Side. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you came back. Okay, so let's go to a listener. Let's fire up the first question, 
And this was a question that somebody wrote in, I believe. Was it not this one about the mob nickname here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Alyssa wrote in. Anyway, several thousand D Snyder radio peeps were polled, and they were asked, "What would D's mob nickname be?" Now, since I'm married to the mob, I happen to know what my nickname is, and uh, but I'm not telling you because it's top secret. But the listeners, they were surveyed, and they came up with their answer. So let's go to Mike from Berlin. And ask Mike, Mike. How's it going, D? It's going good, my friend. So, Mike, what do you think my mob nickname should be? Well, there's only one they can call you, and that, that would be the mullet. The D, the mullet Snyder. Well, right. Let me see if that's up on the board. Survey says. That's right, my friend. Right. You got that right. 33% of the peeps said they got to call D the mullet. And uh, you win a uh, pair of passes to okay. Showcase Cinema. Hold on a second, Mike. Thanks for playing, and we'll get your information, man. Okay. Hmm. Now it's over to Nick, Nick or Darkside? Nick. Nick. Hmm. Two more answers. Bon Jovi. <laughs> bon Jovi. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like yeah. the job here? Or she's <laughs> <on the radio laughs> <Nick>? <laughs> So what I, that's what I'm thinking. That's, that's what, what you're thinking. That's what you're hear, feeling. You're wait till you hear mine, Dave. <laughs> All right. Show me Bon Jovi. Uh, no. Uh, Sean, was it anywhere to be found? That was nowhere to be found. Nowhere. I figured. I figured. I figured. Dark side, Dave. Any thoughts? What my mob, what the listeners said my mob nickname would be? I'm thinking it's D the Nose Snyder. <laughs> now, you're very close to the truth on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but let's see if the listeners uh, knew just how close you were. Show me the nose, baby. Well, one, one. <laughs> there it is. No. Was no. the nose anywhere on the list, Sean? Number four. <laughs> see, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my original answer, which is similar to that. And I'm going to say the schnoz. <laughs> The, which is my actual mob. It is. The, the schnoz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. D the schnoz. D the schnoz. Get the schnoz in here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Survey says. No. No. They did not say the schnoz. Was that on the list, Sean? The listeners put that at number 60. <laughs> yeah. No. The schnoz. Stop looking at my nose. <laughs> Okay, let's talk to Chris from Winstead. Let's give him a shot. Still two answers on the board. Chris, you got a shot. It's a movie pass. It's here. Two more answers on the yep. board. What did the listeners say my my mob nickname yep. would be? Everything's the same except the last name. Uh, what was that? What? Oh, turn your radio down because you're hearing me in delay. It's throwing you off. <laughs> He's listening yep. to his own voice now. Okay, okay, Chris. Uh, we're going to take that as a wrong answer, so hold on. Uh, let's give Howie from Manchester a shot. Um, Good old Howie the man. How are you, Howie? How you doing, D? How you doing, gang? Uh, do- hey. Doing very good. So tell me, Howie, what do you think the listeners said my mob nickname would be? Well, Howie's nickname is Teflon John, but I think yours is Snyder the Spider. Snyder the Spider, actually the name of my first band. <laughs> Snyder Spiders. Well, let's see what's if it's on the board there. Survey said! Man, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, but but I but I kind of like that because it rhymes. I but know where, I know who owns the bra too, D. Oh, who is it? Huh? I want to I want to do like a Cinderella thing and look for. Her. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get it to you. Report back. All right. Thank you, Howie. All right, Nick. Uh, how about Johnny Bravo? D. Johnny Bravo Snyder. Mm. I like the way that sounds. Show me Johnny Bravo. Oh, my goodness. Eh, nope, 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 nope. Dark side. Oh, man. Not too many choices left. I'll say D's Nuts Snyder. D's Nuts. D. Nuts Snyder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something the like nuts. that. Nuts. Yeah, nuts. Yeah, okay. That's a nuts. Well, I'm going to say, uh, Nick, you want to say, show me D's Nuts? Yeah. Show me these nuts, D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Number three answer, 12% right. of the vote. You got it, my friend. Mm. A point for Dark Side. One more answer on the board. That last shot. What do you think they said? The mouth. The mouth. Oh, I like that. The mouth. Well, they say the mouth. They wouldn't even say the mouth. H. They say the mouth. The mouth. mouth. Get the mouth on here. All right. Show me the mouth. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. The uh, number two answer was Captain Howdy. Oh, yeah. With 19% of the vote to take playing off the movie. What were some of the other answers they had there, uh, Shawnee? Uh, they had The Intimidator, uh, D. Corleone. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Blondie, and uh, also they did have Snyder the Spider. Hmm. Oh, the Spider was on there. Yes, it right. was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, well, we got the next question. Here we go. Several million D-Sider Radio peeps were polled. They were answering big this week, Beth. And they were asked, what is the first thing Dark Side Dave does when he wakes up in the morning? First thing he does when he wakes up in the morning, let's talk to John from Cheshire. John? Hey, D, how you doing? I'm good, man. So tell me, what do you think the peeps said was the first thing Dark Side does when he wakes up in the morning. Uh, I'm going to guess that he puts on his thong and bra. Puts on <laughs> his thong and bra. Uh, well, now obviously, you know Dark Side because you know what really does, but most of the listeners don't. So let me see that old thong and bra up there. No, Johnny, no. Was that on the list anywhere there, Sean? No, that was nowhere to be found. No, sorry, John. Thanks for playing. Okay, Nick. Um... I'm going to have to go with uh, farts. I think that's a farts. safe call. Mm. So, he wakes up and breaks wind. <laughs> yes, that's what he does. Let me think. I think the second thing I do. Oh. But not on every day. All right, but let's see if it's what the listeners thought. Okay. Survey says... Number one answer. <laughs> yes. 27% of the people said Darkseid farts first thing in the morning. <laughs> and uh, is there any truth to that, Darkseid? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that the, I don't know, the weight of, of your organs resting on your stomach causes you to break wind early in the day. What well, about so. you, Beth? You fart in the morning? I don't think so. I'll pay attention tomorrow morning. Is <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <laughs> Nick, you much you do much farting? No, I don't fart a lot. I mean, yesterday was a little tough. I had some issues over the weekend, but I don't fart that much. <laughs> Actually, you know, Dark Side doesn't fart. He does a Dutch oven on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a fart, but it's just a little, have a little, little hijinks early in the morning. 
leaves one under the covers. Uh, okay, so uh, Dark Side, you only know, you're the one who knows the truth. But what do you think the listeners said? You do first thing in the morning when you wake up. Well, I think the listeners say that I wake up and smoke pot. <laughs> <laughs> wake and bake. <laughs> now that's what Keith Richard does, by the way. So I don't know if that's what you do, but apparently, you, first thing he wakes up, he rolls a big fatty. And uh, and takes a toke. So, uh, show me the weed. <laughs> yeah, number two answer, twenty three percent of the vote. This is said dark side. First he farts, <laughs> then he smokes. <laughs> 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 oh, to me, there's so many. Up, there's so many options, but I'm gonna go with. Puts in his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, now I'm willing to accept tooth or teeth. Okay. Because, you know, because, you know they may not know how many he actually has, and there may be the assumption that there's only one in his head. So, uh, two foot, let's see if he puts in his teeth. Survey says... Oh. No, no, not number three answer. Was that anywhere on the list, Sean? That was nowhere to be found. Really? Dude. You gotta be kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> puts in his teeth. Farts, smokes a joint, then he puts in his teeth. Well, you don't want to put in your teeth first, because I would think that it'd be much easier to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Matt from Ridgefield. Hey, Matt, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good day. How are you? Good. Thanks for playing. Uh, one more answer right here on the board. So what do you think the peeps... Answered th when they said was asked, "What did Dark Side Dave do in the morning? First thing when he wakes up?" Uh, I'm gonna say he scratches himself. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't, Matt? <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Shows me scratches his ass. I'm assuming it's his ass. Mm. No, no, they didn't say that. Was that on the list there, Sean? That was uh, actually on the list. That was number eight. Mm. Number eight, way down there, Matt. But thank yeah, you for playing. Much, my you know, the uh, the guy that returned the uh, kickoff was was Jermaine Lewis. Thank you. Was, uh, no, was it Jermaine Jer Lewis and Jamal Lewis and Ray Lewis on the same team? Too confusing. Uh, yeah. Okay, See? so there trade is a Jermaine. Somebody. You, were, you were right. You got to trade somebody. It's confusing me. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You were right. Okay, man. Thank you. Whoever said Dark Side or Nick, whoever was right. All right. One more time around the horn here. Nick, you got a chance for a point. Number three answers left. What are you going to say? Well, I can see Dark Side farting, smoking some pot, and then after that, he's going to have to take a dump. <laughs> 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 what a morning. He's actually thinking when he's that the order. <laughs> oh, God, a Wookiee now. <laughs> do, you, do you do it on the bowl or do you go out in the woods? <laughs> squat, yeah. Uh -huh. Let me see Dark Side squatting and laying some cable. Yes. That's right, number three answer, 16% of the Perfect morning. He takes <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. Man. When do you comb your fur? When do you do that? <laughs> After the hose down. <laughs> I think we actually have some tape of Dark Side waking up in the morning. Dark Side, are you ready to roll that tape? Mm. Think you could do that? Farting, smoking a joint, and then taking a dump? Freaking computer. <laughs> My Astro, you're not on the vault today. This is the ultimate combo right here. Tell me when you're ready. Lovely. <laughs> oh, you're smoking and taking a dump. It's, it's, a, it's all one. It's just one smooth move. See, he's multitasking. He's multitasking. <laughs> I woke up late this morning.
<laughs> and he eats a little breakfast while he's there. All right. What were some of the other answers there, Sean? Uh, right after that, there was brushes his fur. Yeah. Um, combs his back. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, masturbates. <laughs> cleans his rifles. <laughs> right in the morning. <laughs> Kills something. And then the last one uh, was pretends to shower. <laughs> Kills something. Oh, what an image you have. Great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just I got to know. Quickly around the horn. Let's see. First thing I do. First thing I do. Go in. Some fourth's optional, but... I take a whiz. That's the first thing I do. Me man. too. Who doesn't? You've been sleeping yeah, all night. You gotta go. No one said that. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess they were being funny. Yeah. Get up. I gotta go. What up, dark side? Um. Yeah, I think I get up and take a leak, and then yeah. I brush my tooth. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> no, actually, in, in in proper order, I splash water, cold water on my face. Then, because I, I don't want to miss the bowl, <laughs> I take a leak. Then I brush my tooth <laughs> in that order. What about you, Nick? Um, the phone rings. I say, oh my God. I answer the phone and then I take a piss. So oh my, answer the phone. Oh my God. Oh my God. Answer the phone and then go to the bathroom. All right. Sean, what's the score? Let's uh, get an update here. Right now, Nick leads away with three. Listeners yeah. in Dark Side are tied with two and Beth with a big zero. Ooh, I know. Goose egg for Lockwood. All right, Nick. <laughs> well, we got two more questions and I'll have to do with me... Being in elected office, mm. and um, Beth doing drugs. Okay, <laughs> which I might start after today's show. <laughs> Hypothetically, well, as what I was thinking, I was trying to think what was going through Carrie Collins's mind towards mm. the end of that game, and I'm thinking he's going. Why did I quit drugs? <laughs> right at this game, I'm going to find some damn heroin. I'm going to get right back on the H train there because this is a nightmare. Dark side, you cleave sweating over yeah, there. Dude, can, I, can I take this bra? No, absolutely no. not. Bra's not making you hot. I'm telling you, I haven't sweat like this since I put it on. So take off if your you want to take the shirt off, right? You can take the sweatshirt off and put the bra on. You All can. Right. All right. Okay. All right. We'll be back with more of The Feud. Don't go nowhere. It's D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Romantic Caribbean vacation for two. $2,500. Latex bodysuit with built-in stilts. $1,700. Mission Impossible style facial replication technology. $4.2 million. Beth Lockwood's reaction when Nick slips out of his Glenn disguise. Priceless. There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's D. Snyder Radio. Your recommendation would be D. Snyder Radio. Regular or king song. What? WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Practice makes perfect. Transportation provided by Peter Van Bussel. Highest quality. Radio 104. Got the message? Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Now you know the truth. D. Snyder Radio. On Radio 104. Sean. Yeah. After the game. As a matter of fact, maybe, um, let's see, we don't have anybody to go and do it. But we got to get a picture of Dark Side and the bra and panties for the website. <laughs> oh, come on. Yep. Come on. All right. Love the Come camera, on. dark side. It's going on. Can I like pose in all different special yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, do the cobra. Yeah. <laughs> do the cobra. Yeah. Like Fred Garvin.
Dark Side Dave, male prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's uh, let's not dick around here. Cavit, of course. Let's get right back into the thick of things. Music, my astro. Okay, when we last left off, we found Nick and the listeners in the lead with three points each, was it? Mm. No, it's uh, Nick in the lead with three, Darkside and the listeners are tied with two, and Lockwood, Beth has zero, big zero. Thanks, okay. Sean. <laughs> and, uh, and actually, I believe Nick was the last person to go, so the first person would be Darkside Dave. All right, you ready, Darkside? Yes, I am. Here's the question. 347,000 D-Sider Radio peeps were polled. They went to our website at Radio104.com and answered that this past week's survey questions. Each week we put up new questions. When do we usually put them up, Sean? Usually go up on either a Wednesday or a Thursday. Okay. And last week's uh, answers are posted? Last week's answers are posted, yes. Okay, so you post the last week's answers. I, we put up new questions on Wednesday or Thursday. I post those on Monday. Oh, Okay. And uh, you go there and you answer them over the week, you know, during the week, end of the week, and the weekend. And we use them for Monday's Family Feud, okay? Anyway, they were asked, Dark Side, if I was president, I being D, who would I choose to be my vice president? Okay, Dark Side Dave, what do you think the peeps said? Who would you choose as a vice president? Um, I think I'm going to say... John Bon Jovi. Is he an order him around? Why would I pick mm -hmm. John Bon Jovi, may I ask, before I check to see if your answer's there? Because... Why would you think that? Um, I don't know. I just think that the listeners think it would be funny. Oh, okay. So it's purely just busting my chops. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see if it's up there. Show me JBJ. Yeah, number two answer. 14% <laughs> of the world. <laughs> because then you're his boss, D. You have to boss him around. <laughs> yes, okay. John Bon Jovi. All right. Two more answers on the board. Beth, what do you think they said? Nick Lentino. Ooh. And I assume the same theory? Pretty much. That they're being silly? Yeah. Okay, okay. Survey said! I pressed the button. It didn't work. Let me try it again. Survey said! Oh, there we go. Sorry, Nick. No, uh, Sean, was Nick anywhere to be found? Yeah, Nick was uh, towards the bottom of the list. <laughs> Where he belongs. Yeah. Okay, back over to the listeners. Let's give them a shot at it. Let's see who am I going to talk to now. I think I'm going to talk to Lisa from Trumbull. Hello, Lisa. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Uh, Good, thanks Thanks for playing along. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, so who do you think they said I would choose to be my vice president? Oh, definitely Beth. Beth. Thank you. Well, if I were just in the real world, if I were to choose somebody, it would be somebody intelligent and mature who I feel I could turn to and give me some sort of a reasonable answer and some input. Certainly not John Bon Jovi, who's always thinking about his hair, or Nick. Show me Beth Lockwood. Number one, 39% oh, nice. of the vote, Beth Lockwood, okay? You have to wait five years. I'm not old enough yet, D. Uh, oh, is that right? Yes. Okay. And uh, Lisa, you win a pair of passes to Showcase Cinema, okay? Okay, All right, hold on. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, did you see the countdown that had the top uh, sports anthems? Yes. We're not going to see it. it on there. Yes, I know. I'm number eight. Yeah. I'm number, I'm number eight. Yeah, I was pretty happy about I that. I'm actually... Go ahead. What were you going to say? I disagreed with the... Uh, 
Exactly, but the dogs out being number one. No! Oh. <laughs> you know what? Because uh, I think uh, Queen should have had that. I, mean, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, you know what I think, Lisa? I think uh, I think you're right. Thanks, Lisa. I'm actually trying to find that list. Well, I think that's you. Know, you find that a current favorite will pop up way at the top. But uh, let's right. see where Who Let the Dogs Out is ten years from now. You know what I'm saying? My my song's been building up over the past fifteen years now, sixteen. And now, all of a sudden, it's become a part of uh, the sports world, you know? All right, so now we got to go over to Little Nicky. Little Nicky. Um, One more answer on the board. Who yeah, do you think they said would be my vice president? i got to go with the animal. Mark the animal, Mendoza D. <laughs> Good thinking. Yeah. I like a man who's got guns, a yeah. bulletproof vest, and does bounty hunting for a, li- for a living. Yeah. And, and has no ringer on his phone. Awesome. Yes. Someone who's stable. Why not pick Mako, for God's <laughs> sakes? Someone who's legally insane. Well, let's see what the listeners said. Show me the animal. Oh. <laughs> Anywhere, Sean? He's looking disappointed. No. No, that was nowhere to be found. <laughs> I haven't spoken about the animal in like years. Today is the first time he's picking the animal. All right. Dark Side Dave. What do you think? Yeah, so many choices. I'm going to say, um, I think I'm going to say Mudbone. Hmm. The bone. Yeah. Now, you see, I was, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm just looking a little commentary going back between like, sorry I can't sorry, share it with you list, dear listeners between Nick and Psycho with the instant messaging um, no don't worry about the show guys um, <clears throat> Mudbone I think it'd be uh, I think he'd be a good choice actually Beth it's a really diverse ticket yeah put a little flavor in the White House yeah and I think on top of everything else his natural his street sense uh, people relate to him the fact he's a man of color it helps makes me look good look George Bush went to church in a, like a Baptist church this weekend Sitting there in the middle of like you know a congregation of three hundred African Americans singing like a lunatic, <laughs> and he asked him why he was there. He said, "Good church." <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, George, you yeah, were buying it. Yeah, you're black. You're a soul man. <laughs> all right, let me. <laughs> Who was your choice again? There, Mudbone. <laughs> Mudbone. <laughs> let me see that Mudbone. No, 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 no Mudbone. Damn. All right, give it a shot, Beth. Suzette. Last shot here, Suzette. Now, I don't know if legally, can you pick your wife? I don't think you can, no. As a running mate? But theoretically, this is the, you know, like I'm going to be president, right? I don't know why you couldn't. Maybe you could. Who knows? Yeah, maybe I could. Well, uh, I should be a damn good choice. I depend. She is my vice president, mm-hmm. Beth. In my world, she's my vice president. She'd probably say I'm her vice right, president. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> Survey says... Yeah, oh. number three answer with 11% oh. of the vote. Ms. Lockwood's on the board. Finally. Yeah, number one was you, Beth, with 39%, John Bon Jovi with 14%, and my lovely wife, Suzette, with 11% of the vote. What other answers were uh, were up there, Shawnee? After that, number four was CeCe DeVille. (laughs) Number five, Dark Side. (laughs) Number six, Gene Simmons. Oh, God. Seven was Mudbone. Number eight was Rob Dibble. (laughs) Rob. (laughs) Number nine, Ted Nugent. (laughs) Ten was Nick, and I actually sneaked in at eleven. Oh, yeah. All right, I was wondering. I said, "Why is he going all the way to the depths of nine, <laughs> ten? Because he's hitting at eleventh. You know, you vote for yourself; it doesn't count." Sure. <laughs> all right, on to the next question. Uh, I guess that brings it back to the listeners, does it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Pay attention, dear listeners. Who we got over here on the phone? We got Charlie from Hamden. Hey, Charlie, it's D. How's it going, buddy? Hi, D. How are you? 
I'm good. I'm good. Okay, pay attention. Here's the question. It's a tough one, all right? Hypothetically, if Beth Lockwood actually did narcotics, what would her drug of choice be? Charlie, what do you think? If she were to do drugs, what would her drug of choice be? Ecstasy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, no ecstasy would be a nice head, I think, Beth. It's sure. you all love, love with the world. <laughs> yeah, that, backing it up a little. I can, I can see you with a pacifier in your mouth. Oh, yeah, give me one of those glow sticks. Yeah. Excellent. All right, Charlie, let's see if it's up there. Show me Beth. Out of her mind on X. <laughs> yeah, number one answer, forty-one percent right, yeah. of the vote. Just waving a glow stick and backing it up, Charlie. Charlie, you, you got a pair of passes for a showcase cinema, okay, man? Excellent. All right, thanks for playing. And hold on, we'll get your information. All right, it's over to you, uh, Lentino. Two more answers on the board. What do you say? Um, I'm gonna go with the crystal meth. <laughs> crystal meth, and and why are you choosing crystal meth? Uh, Is it the head? What? Yeah, I don't know. It seems like I, she'd really be into that. You yeah? know, something a little different. Yeah, she'd be in for the heavy stuff. Okay. At the light marijuana and stuff like that. Give me some. Ah, crystal don't meth. stop at crystal meth. Then. <laughs> if you're gonna go, go all the way. That's what he's thinking. All right, uh. let me see. Well, uh, show me. Crystal methadrine. No, 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 no. Uh, so yeah, that was was that anywhere on the list, Sean? That was on the list, but no, oh, okay. not anywhere near the top. <laughs> Listeners think well of you. Dark side Dave. Your Two dead. Doper. Nose candy. Coke. <laughs> Cocaine. <laughs> Beth walking in one morning with a little white powder on her lip. Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> um, anything you want to tell us, Beth? No, no, dude. No, 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 no. So you guys sleep? <laughs> um, <laughs> show me nose candy. <laughs> yeah, number three answer with a slim 6% of the vote. Toothhead. Let it go. Doper. Yeah. Nose candy. Coke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, Michael Keaton. Is that Michael Keaton? Yeah, that's right. Night shift, yeah. Yeah. All right, Beth. Well, you're, you know, uh, you're you. I mean, I have two choices here, and I'm going to say that people are probably really funny. I'm going to say heroin D. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. This is some, some skanked out hoe on heroin. <laughs> really, really out, thin. Yeah, bad teeth. Skanked out hoe news. Yeah. <laughs> bad teeth. Fall. All of her beautiful teeth falling out of her head. <laughs> it could happen. You never know. Track marks. Life has twists and turns, Beth yeah. Lockwood. All right. Show me the H. No. No, no, no. Was it anywhere on the list, Sean? Yeah, it was on the list, but not anywhere near the top. Nowhere near the top. They don't see you doing heroin. I guess I have to go to a listener now. We'll talk to Lance from Ansonia. Lance, it's D. How are you? Good. How are you doing, D? I'm good, man. So, uh, Lance, what do you think the listener said Beth would be doing if she hypothetically did drugs? Well, it's got to be something to mellow her out a little bit, so I'm kind of okay. torn between pot and uh, Valium, <laughs> but I think I'll go with uh, a little bit more accessible and just go with the uh, the Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Yeah. Okay. We'll get a little nickel bag or something like that. If that's Do I seem really hyper? Do I need to mellow out? Uh, not too much, but uh, you certainly don't need Coke. No, I don't think I do. 
<laughs> I'm thinking, I'm Atlantic Lance is figuring after day here at the station. Exactly. Yeah, you know, n- dealing with Nick day in and day out and the occasional <laughs> disgusting outburst from your dark side that you go home and roll a fatty. Good point, Lance. And just chill. Okay, so uh, let's see, Lance, if it's up there. Uh, show me pot old school. Mm-hmm. Yes, 26% of the people old said school. you'd be smoking pot. Very old nice. School. All right, Lance, you guys have a pair of passes to Showcase Cinema. Enjoy the film of choice. Stay away from Castaway if Thank you haven't you. seen it yet. <laughs> Just a heads up. All right, hold on, man. We'll get your information. Yeah, that's it. We got number three answer was cocaine with 6% of the vote. Uh, Pot came in second with 26%. The Big X, Ecstasy, 41%. People see you at a rave, Beth Lockwood. They see you raving. What else was on that list there, Sean? After that was Valium, uh, then Tylenol, (laughs) (laughs) then Mushrooms, (laughs) then Flintstone Vitamins. Ah. Mushrooms. Then we had Heroin, Acid, and then finally Aleve. And Aleve, and then down after Aleve, Sean. <laughs> he got in there. He yeah, slipped he in there again. Yeah. Last one, Sean. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for playing at home. Uh, and could you please give us the final score, Sean? Read them and weep. D, the big winners this week are the listeners with seven. Wow. Followed Ooh. by Darkside with four, oh. Nick Dark. with three, and Beth with one. Ouch. <laughs> Give Beth the bra and the thong. No, I, I hey, we should make that a weekly thing. Yeah, yeah, whoever loses has to wear the bra and thong the following week. No. Yes. The bra and thong of shame. Yes. <laughs> Definitely, Beth. You just got to wear it over the sweater. Come on. That bra? That bra. Seriously. Can I bring in my own thong? Can, can, no, can I bring in my own thong? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that has a thong? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Wait a minute. <laughs> you need, Back that up. for certain pants, you need they call for a thong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, hey, yeah. You're not going to hear me argue. I'm wearing one right now. Um, so I find it pretty damn comfortable. Okay. All right. So is that the, is that what we're going to play it? The loser has to wear the bra and thong of shame yeah, each week? Every week. <laughs> That's some incentive there. Yeah, it yeah. is incentive, yeah. I guess. Okay, okay. okay. And uh, Darkside, you you okay with that? Yeah, can I take it off now, please? <laughs> yes, you can. The sorry, game's sorry. over. Sorry, the news is it. next. Uh, Beth, do you, uh, we've got a, a small newscast coming up. Anything I know. Interesting? Uh, yeah, I've got some stuff coming up. How many babies are too many babies? I'll have that answer, answer. An Australian couple gives their children really ridiculous names. There's a warning about uh, too much coffee at work. You guys should all be interested in that. And... <laughs> Does somebody have the secret KFC recipe? Does it does it say anything about too many Sobies? Uh, Especially those <laughs> those energy drinks that that Will Cow is drinking. Yeah, he's down in those things at about two an hour. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he likes a little caffeine. He's hyped up. All right, he's coming on after our show, but we'll be back with the news. All right, so stick around for more D Snyder Radio. This is Radio One Hundred Four. D Snyder Radio. Around here. I try to be as nice as possible. We have all the control and all the power. On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. Lisa from Enfields on the phone. What's up, Lisa? 
Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. What's going on? Uh, listen, um, I have a um, proposition for you. All right. Okay. Um, yes. The proposition is, is that I'll come in and I'll wear a thong and underwear, and I have a pretty decent body, but okay. I just want to see if I can have a date with Nick if I can do it. Nick? Yeah. A lovely Enfield lass would like to know if she could get a date with you. The thing she's is, going to I, think, I think I might be a little too experienced for him. I'm 29, so Ooh. he's a little bit younger than I am. No, he likes older women. Yeah, I like older women. Uh, I'm a pretty decent looking chick. So Lisa wants to show you the goods, too. She's saying, I'm coming down in a thong and the bra, and then you're going to see what you're getting. What you see is what you get with Lisa from Enfield. Now, are you Enfield born and raised? Uh, yes, I am. Now, how do you feel? About, you know that he's from Longmeadow. They're jerks over there. Are you are still okay with that? Hey, you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I've been I've been following Nick since he was Nick the intern, going out doing crazy things, uh, you know, in Hartford. You know, <laughs> on the he's morning. come a long way, hasn't he? I know <laughs> about him. <laughs> Hold on, Lisa. I'll, I'll let Nick uh, decide how he wants to handle that. Nick? Yeah, um... It's all you. You're taken, though, right? You got uh, the mystery Yeah, mystery I girl? mean, I could go out on a date or whatever because she's pretty confident. But um, the problem I have is uh, she's from Enfield. And <laughs> Might be a setup. And she's calling up on the phone and stuff like that. And, I mean, she can't have a lot going on if she's willing to <laughs> prance. I mean, she's got nothing better to do with her day than prance around in her thong in front of me and stuff like that just well, for a date, you know? Let's assume, this would be my worry, I'm going to assume that Lisa's attractive. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to assume. Good. No, I'm going to assume that she is. Yeah. Okay. She's going to come down here. She doesn't want to embarrass herself. Right. You know, people don't like to do that. But I would be suspicious that she was being used as bait. Mm. So then you say, okay, I'll pick you up. You cross the border into <laughs> Enfield. <laughs> um, and then you're dead. Yeah. You're jumped. They're waiting for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're just using Lisa to lure you into Enfield. That's right. I ain't picking her up in Enfield. Screw that. I am not going okay. near that town. Well, maybe she can walk across the border? <laughs> yeah. She's got to right. go north or south of the border. Right. She's on hold. Her. You decide how you want to handle it because uh, we got to get into the news. So let's do it. Radio 104 Headlines. The Ravens have brought Pro Football's championship back to Baltimore. They beat the Giants 34-7 last night in the Super Bowl. It's the city's first bowl win in 30 years. Oh, it was close, though. Yeah, it's a nail biter all the way to the end. It was close to being a shutout. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Daimler Chrysler's announcing big job cuts. The automaker says it will slash 26,000 jobs over three years. At its North American Chrysler division, the cuts will affect both the U.S. and Canada. That's going to be, you know, that's, that's, they got the unemployment figures coming out this week, I think Friday. And, I mean, 25,000 jobs, that's got to show up. You'd think it'd be a little blip. Yeah, and that's not that. And there's there's quite a few companies that are having some problems now, so that's not a good thing. Bad thing. State lawmakers are considering a bill that would require schools to open no earlier than 8:30. Senate President Kevin Sullivan, who's sponsoring the bill, cites studies that show teens would learn better if they got more sleep. But some schools say the plan would cause numerous administrative headaches and would disrupt after-school activities. Nearly every public school in Connecticut starts between 7 and 7.45. You know what? I mean, that's... There's definite truth to that. 
Those are brutal hours for kids to have to get mm -hmm. up to get to school. But that said, if they started later, you'd finish later. So the question that you pose to the kids, and I pose to you as former kids, is would we rather go in later but come home later, or we'd rather go in earlier, get it over with, and still have some life after school? I'd rather go in earlier. See, me too. Yeah. Me too, because the, the revert, other side is getting out at like four in the afternoon, and then it's, and especially in the winter, it's like almost dark already, and then the day's done. And what if you do a sport so you have practice, then you just yeah. never get home? Yeah. So I, I don't see how that could possibly happen. What do you think, Dark Side? What would you go for? I agree with that. Plus, I think it gets you ready for the real world. You know? Oh, God. No, no it's, tr it's true, man. You know? Well, that, you know what? Shut up. What? <laughs> I'm just right. I mean, get you ready for the real world. He's making freaking sense here. For a freaking change. I'll tell you the problem about change. <laughs> I know, but I mean, we're not. He says something sensible, and you're like all over him. I'm having a serious problem with Sorry. Jesse with this. This is what my argument with him forever. I've been wrestling with him waking up on time for school. And the whole thing is, I said, this is. You're getting ready for the real world. You got to get up and get to your job. If you don't, your ass is fired. So, I mean, there is a certain reality to that. I mean, I don't think that Darkseid's... I, I can't believe he's saying something that sensible, <laughs> but at the same time, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing, but it's true. Well, what do you think, Nick? Well, I would rather go into school later, like at 8.30 and hang out and get home. I wouldn't mind getting home a little later. Stuff like that. Then I don't have to get in trouble at dinner time with my dad and stuff like that. But also, like, my only point was with Darkseid getting you ready for the real world. Most people don't get into work, for, you know, for 9. Most people come in for 9 o'clock. Dude, if I knew then what I know was. now, trust me, I, wouldn't have, I would have been waking up on time for school every day. Gets you ready, man. Yeah, but he's but he is right. Most jobs are you know eight thirty to five, eight thirty to four, right nine to five. I mean that's the standard thing. Yeah, they work seven thirty. A lot of people have to work later now. You know what I mean? You see a lot of people in the office during dinner and stuff like that. So get used to that. Yeah, but it's good practice. Yeah. And I have a problem with you. You sound like a public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to take you seriously with that brown panties on. I told you you could take them off. <laughs> now I'm ordering you take them off. It's disgusting. I don't care how good they feel. I'm dead sexy. You know, Ohio man who won a drink all you can drink competition is suing organizers after falling down drunk and injuring himself. <laughs> John Remley is suing the owner of the cafe for a million dollars. He said he got so drunk he fell over, hit his head and was knocked unconscious. He was three times Ohio's legal limit for drunk driving. He claims the bar owner should have known that he was drunk, and he says at one point they actually moved him away from the bar and left him unattended near some stairs with his drinks. Said he fell down the steps, had to go to the hospital. He's seeking a million dollars for punitive damages and additional undetermined future medical bills and pain and suffering. I drink to that. Nick, you should write to this guy and tell him he's got no shot. You tried to sue the brickyard when that happened to you, and it doesn't work. Right. I mean, if you hey. enter in the drink all you can drink contest, isn't it? Shouldn't that be at your own risk? I would think so. I would think so. But this is a world where you know people are setting themselves on fire because they saw it on I Jackass. Know. I know. And we're in a litigious society. 
People sue everybody for their own stupidity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're stupid, and they sue you for it. It's, 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 it's a sad world, Beth. Well, Dee, a self-confessed baby-holic has given birth to her 14th child. Oh! And she still wants more. Sue Povey, who is 41 years old and lives in England, says she is addicted to newborn babies. And so far, the family has had to build two extensions on their six-bedroom house to fit all of their children. Every week, they buy 52 pints of milk, four gallons of orange juice, 60 hamburgers, 40 sausages, 14 loaves of bread, and 20 rolls of toilet paper. She's hoping wow. for twins the next time. What is she using for a uterus? Because <laughs> <laughs> hers must be worn out by now. She said the first three were planned, and then after that, I gave up contraception and thought, if it happens, it happens. Eight daughters, six sons so far. You know, Suzette's a bit of a baby-holic. But you cut her off. But she's, I mean, but she's not a, a blithering idiot like this woman. <laughs> right. But she really likes babies. Mm -hmm. But she likes, you know, wisely, she likes to enjoy them for a few years before embarking on another one. You know, because, uh, I mean, so this woman probably, probably likes them like really like babies, mm -hmm. like newborns. Right. And then she's crapping out another one. Because <laughs> <laughs> Suzette was, Suzette's like, oh, now she wants a chance for, she's not a baby anymore. You're not going to have she, the old reverse, are you? She wants another one. And, you know, we, I mean, it's it's being discussed. And I'm trying to say to her, I mean, you know, just trying to, I mean, I love kids and I wouldn't mind having another one as well, but thinking just purely in terms of, of years. Mm -hmm. I mean, as it is, you know, Cheyenne's not going to be out of the house. I'm going to be freaking 60. You know, by the time she's, like, in college or something like that, and we can really, you know, take off and do something, you know? So, I mean, so you got to, you, you can't lose track of that. Mm -hmm. Like, how they, you know, unfortunately, I don't know if you, if you heard about this, say, but you got to, like, take care of them, <laughs> like, for the whole time. All the like, way to I 18, at least. Completely shocked. I had no idea that there was, like, this responsibility thing about, I don't know, bringing them up and feeding and clothing them and stuff. I'm like, whoa. What's up with that? <laughs> what's, where's that at? This responsibility. But, uh, you know, and I just and I tried to say to her, I mean, honestly, just, you know, just chill for a while because it's, it's, you know, just a matter of time before we have, you know, we've got a grandkid. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's like a year or two, but, you know, it's, like, it's not going to be that long before some of my kids start doing oh, something. Yeah. Talk to my you mom. Know, so, <laughs> That's what she thought. <laughs> oh, you mean she would have had more if she had known? And no, she's just, uh, I think she had that idea. Pretty, you know, when I was 18 and, ah, pretty soon we'll have some grandkids running around. I'm 30. My sister's 32. Mm. Uh, well, well, anyways. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Dark Side Day. Uh, well, so, yeah, so Suzette's kind of a baby-holic, but this mm -hmm. woman's out of her mind. Well, an Australian couple named their children Kitchen, Bedroom, and Garage after the rooms where they were conceived. <laughs> oh, great. Great. Dark Side, you can't call all your kids trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but the parents are now facing legal action from the government, which wants them to change those names. They say it is unlawful. You know, not to mention just ridiculously cruel. Yeah, I mean, you don't want you don't want that hanging out there. You don't want to know forever that you were that your mom got knocked up in the garage. 
I know. And they're what was she even... doing in there? What was she doing? Changing the oil on her car or something? <laughs> you can't Dad even make nicknames out of those I, anyway. It's not well, like... garage you... could be Gary. Yeah, how about bedroom? Bedroom. Betty. I don't even know if it's a boy or a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and kitchen? Betty. Kitchen. Um, kit. Kit. I guess you could. Yeah. Hey, if Moon Unit made it work. That's true. She calls herself Moon. So, I mean, it's, that could work. So, I, that, that's that's pretty insane. You know that some woman uh, who had a baby during the earthquake in India? This is serious. This isn't a joke. Mm -hmm. She named the baby Tremor. Hmm. Tremor. Because she figured that this was a sign from God, you know, that the earthquake happened and the baby, we survived and the baby survived. And they named him Tremor. So what are they going to call him? Trey? Trey. Yeah, that might work. Indian name. But probably tra the Indian translation is probably kind of nice. So, uh, Dark Side, what do you think? Second name for your, se name for your second child? Toilet? <laughs> we'll call him Toy. Uh. <laughs> well, you can't call him Excrementer, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Crapper. Crappy, get in here. Oh, man. Clean your room. <laughs> So following, you're saying that the child we conceived on the toilet. <laughs> That's what you mean, Dee. Yes. Okay, I'm just checking. Hands on it the happens. porcelain. I'm just it checking. Porcelain, if it's a girl. That's some serious... Call her porcelain if it's a girl. Serious multitasking right there. All right, so Tell anyway... Tell Mud Pit to get in here with you. <laughs> Many workers, Dee, are risking poor performance at the office due to consumption of caffeine. This is according to new research. Drinking about three cups of coffee a day can cause concentration lapses and increased stress. This is according to a study done, keep in mind, by a mineral water bottler. The survey said 76% of workers say they drank coffee, tea, or uh, cola more than three times during the workday, with one in 20 consuming more than 10 caffeinated drinks a day. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just ignoring a message from Dark Side about troll. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I well, I drink. Uh, I've cut down. You know, I was a 15 a cup of I coffee can't a day person that. in the day. That was my drug of choice. Um, now I'm just let's see, one, two, three, four, four to five during the course mm -hmm. of a day. Which I think is, you know, which is not too bad. Dark side, you drink coffee? Actually, uh, yesterday was the first time I had coffee in a long time since I quit smoking cigarettes. <clears throat> no kidding. Yeah, yeah. You back on had the beat? taste. Oh, man, it was good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Oh, I'm thinking about coffee? starting to drink some coffee again and um, still going cigarette-free. That's good. I think I can handle it. Yeah. free uh, What about you, uh, Nick? You're a big I coffee have, drinker. I have like five to seven. Five seven. It's not bad. <laughs> Seems like a lot. Well, I mean, we got all got to wake up so early, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think. I think three is. They're saying that's that's too much. They say that it, it affects your performance, especially concentration. Yeah. Oh. 
Didn't you hear me the first time, D? What? Maybe I should roll it back a couple cups. All right, I'll take that as a consideration. I'm on the D. I haven't been on the bean in a couple of years. I'm on the the decaf. Find that works. Big D. Surprise, surprise. So, the Kentucky Fried Chicken people are up in arms. KFC is what they call themselves now because a Kentucky couple is claiming to have found the actual KFC secret recipe of the Colonel. This couple says the handwritten note was in a box of books at the home they purchased in the 70s. They started going through everything and in a leather-bound book, among other things, was a recipe for fried chicken that called for 11 special herbs and spices. They think they have the recipe. KFC is investigating. Is it signed by the colonel? Well, I don't know if it has Colonel Sanders' actual signature, but he did come up with the recipe in Kentucky back in the 30s. And this is how secret it is, is that they have two different distributors who make the mix. One distributor has six of the spices and knows six of the spices, and the other knows the other six, so or the other five. So then they send them together to KFC and put them together there so nobody knows the actual recipe. They're pretty psychotic. <laughs> I don't even like it. I, I think it's tasty. I, I, I do like it. The extra crunchy, Darcy, you like the KFC? Oh, definitely, man. I guess I don't, don't like fried chicken, much. but... Well, I love fried chicken, but I don't eat it much because it's fried. But mm-hmm. but I, I, the colonel does some nice work. May he <laughs> rest in peace. People who know it have to sign confidentiality contracts saying that they won't tell anyone the recipe. Very nervous people mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm. Very nervous. We have the same thing here on D. Snyder Radio. Anybody who knows the recipe for this show, what makes the magic, mm-hmm. is signed to a confidentiality agreement. <laughs> I'm very, very, very closed-mouthed about that. Well, who's the greatest film hero of all time? Captain Audi. Thank you, Nick. Wow, you're really jumping the gun. This was a uh, survey done in England, D. Was your movie released over there? Mm, I don't know. Probably on video. So that's probably why you're not on the list. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have taken over. Uh, but they say the number one greatest film hero of all time. Would you like to guess? I bet you'd be surprised. Number one greatest film. Now, this isn't an actor. This is a character. A character, right. Like Captain Howdy would be. Greatest of all time. I'm going to go with two. Okay? Mm-hmm. One's old. One's new. Okay. One is, uh, is Indiana Jones. I would say either Indiana Jones or... Uh, one of those swashbucklers that Errol Flynn played back in the day. You're right on the number one. Their number one was Indiana Jones. All right. Okay. Was it was Errol Flynn anywhere? What was you know? I don't have one of, Robin Hood or anything swash- like that. Robin no. Hood. No. But uh, number two was, of course, James Bond. I'm surprised that James Bond got beat. Number three was Russell Crowe's character in Gladiator, Maximus. Again. I guess. Yeah. Again, you know, that's uh, he. It, this, that's a current thing. Mm-hmm. So let's see if he's on the list 10 years from now. You have to have some staying power. I don't know if he'll have that staying power. There was one, one woman on the list, which was Ellen Ripley, Sigourney Weaver's alien character. She was good. And uh, rounding out the list at number 10 was uh, Rick Blaine, Humphrey Bogart, and Casablanca. Okay. He was, he was well, pretty tough. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see that. Well, that's a, he's a, that's a great hero. Indiana Jones is, is pretty amazing. You know they're going to make another one? I keep hearing that they don't. I don't think they have anything uh, finalized yet, but they're talking he's, about it. He's going to be in his sixties though mm-hmm. when he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pot keeps you young. Uh, Super Bowl again. Ravens thirty-four-seven over the Giants. NBA Knicks beat the Lakers ninety-one eighty-one. 
Some sun today, upper 30s tonight, partly cloudy, light freezing rain toward morning, lows in the 20s. That turns over to just rain by tomorrow morning with a high in the low 40s. It's 25 at 946. All right, um, Mike from Vernon's on the phone. So what's going on with Ascroft? What are they doing? Hey, how you guys doing today? I just wanted to call you up. Uh, my name is Mike, uh, School of Social Work at UConn. Uh, just let you know that there's going to be a demonstration uh, at 1 State Street in front of Senator Lieberman's office um, to oppose his potential uh, endorsement of Ashcroft for Attorney General. Is he thinking of endorsing Ascroft? Well, there's uh, some scuttlebutt that uh, he might be leaning that way, and we want to kind of head that off at the pass. Um, and, um, you know, I think that uh, given the fact that he's uh, voted 43 out of 44 times while in the U.S. Senate uh, to restrict reproductive rights, uh, um, kind of uh, speaks for itself. Roe Ro v. Wade is certainly going to be in jeopardy um, since he's um, supported legislation historically. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. And that's, the fact he does, is, is that he's going to be responsible for enforcing laws such as, um, you know, faith, the freedom of access to clinic entrances, which basically helps protect women and doctors from violence at reproductive health services. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> issuing opinions through the Justice Department on the constitutionality of pending legislation. I mean, give me a break, <laughs> which Congress yeah. relies on. And it, well, and I'm not crazy. Law. I Mike, mean, we got to do not... something with this guy. I mean, we got to right. hold Lieberman accountable here. All right, well, tell Zalman I said hey <laughs> when you see him over there. And uh, I'm not crazy about Ascroft myself, so, but, uh, um, you know, you get, everybody's got to do what they think is right. What do you, what do you, how do you feel about him, Beth? I'm not crazy about him, certainly. I, uh... Anybody think they want to see him? Uh, seriously. Nick, any thoughts? Um, I Are don't you know. Okay I, with them? No, 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 no. I don't like the whole uh, Roe v. Wade thing, how it's coming up. I don't like that. So. It makes me nervous. I really wish you know, Cheney's talking show. about it too. That they, you know, they're not really ruling out dealing with that issue, the actual Roe versus Wade issue, instead of just the sort of the things they've been doing with the, the foreign aid and all that sort of dancing around the outside. It'll be interesting to see what they do. You know what? We gotta get we gotta get somebody who's on the other side. You mean the the pro life side, that side? Yeah, or or you know, but someone who's more conservative. We don't have anybody representing that, and I like to sh give a certain balance to the show. What about the consultant? Maybe we can get him to like like call in at least you know to voice the other uh, you know the other opinion because we're we're all pretty we all pretty much think the same politically. All of us here, you know, and uh, I, it's we do. Well, we don't talk about you secretly. Uh, no, old, I, you know? I don't even know who the guy is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, we're not going to get into it. I'm now. in the clueless party. <laughs> but we should see. We should see about getting. You know, you know, I'm talking about the consultant, right? Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we should see about getting him maybe to chime in on some things, at least to give the other, you know, the opposing view, just yeah. for a little balance. All right, going to take a break, or we can get Zalman. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's time for what do we learn today? All right. Did you learn something? Hmm. Want to share? Want to win a pair of passes to a showcase cinema of your choice to see the movie of your choice? Well, call right now, 860-666-4444. Share with us, and if we like it, you'll win the passes. It's, simple. it's as simple as that. This is D. Snyder Radio. Stick around. It's Radio 104. Attention world. Now call now. D now. Oh, what do you all think? 666-4444. And communication. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. The guy's a fighter. Let's go! One man to change the way things are on Radio 104. 
didn't get a chance to talk about, I'll tell you about, but maybe tomorrow I'll bring it up. I want to get some opinion on this. Because they're, um, you know, I told you I was chosen as a Long Islander of the century. Mm-hmm. Newsday, which is Long Island's newspaper, every day during the last year, the year 2000, they had a different Long Islander of the century. And uh, they're having some, I don't know, cocktail party event where they've invited, you know, the press and, and all the Long Islanders of the century, although I don't know how many will be there. I mean, some of them are dead, for God's sakes. They can't dig them up. And I haven't decided whether I should go or not. You should go. They've got to have Rosie, right? And Alec Baldwin, I'm sure they were both picked. Yeah, but you think they're going to show? I don't know. Rosie's into Long Island. Isn't she always talking about it? I guess it's a big deal. Well, you Long Island people seem to really be into Long Island. You're pretty proud of it. it. And and, and, and I don't think Long Island people will take me wrong, because the fact of the matter is, it's been, the survey's been done. Two-thirds of the people on Long Island, if they could, would move. It's not that I don't like Long Island per se. It's incredibly congested. It's just it's just so crowded and uh, and traffic's horrible and things like that. It's frustrating. So, I mean, but that's where I grew up and that's where all my friends and family are. And it's you know it's where you live. You can't always choose where you live. You can't since you can't move and take all your friends and family with you. And you know, and Long Island's got some cool things. I just don't. I don't know. You should go. It's an honor. It's of the century, of an entire 100 years, and you are one of the few, the proud, the selected Long Islanders. I can't believe they picked me. Are they insane? Well, they picked Debbie Gibson too. That took the wind out of my sails. That's why I was feeling good about myself. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's get into the thick of things. Let's do a little singing. Time for what did we learn today? All right, who was humming in there? I heard somebody humming. Doctor, are you humming? Yeah, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) Open your mouth and sing, dude. Pretend you're in the band. All right, let's talk to Rob from Watertown. Rob, it's D. How's it going? Not too bad. How are you? I'm good, man. So tell me, what'd you learn today, Rob? Hey, I learned Nick is seriously screwed because now they got people from Enfield calling up trying to get him into traps. <laughs> They're plotting against. It didn't sound like I thought it sounded like that to me. I thought she was plotting to get him to Enfield. Seriously, but you know what they should have done if they really wanted to get him? They should have had well, somebody call up who sounded like a hot guy, and then he would have gone for it. Oh, oh yeah, that's man. not right, Rob. Oh, sure. <laughs> So, he's not from Enfield. Uh, so, Beth, what did you learn today? I learned that Nick would rather watch the Antique Roadshow than the Super Bowl. Oh, oh my. What is the Antique Roadshow? Uh, it's that thing where they are in some kind of auditorium. They go all over and they have people bring in their antiques or their junk from the attic. And then they have oh experts tell you how I much it's like worth. I'm though. somebody's bitch. Oh, but the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. The Super Bowl, it's... I knew the game was gonna suck, and I didn't care Nick, that it, it was like forty-five Super Bowl. minutes into it. Forget about the Super Bowl. What are you watching? I can see if there's nothing else on, you're flicking by. Somebody's got some big antique gargoyle. You maybe are interested, but yeah. instead of the Super Bowl, I watch weird things on TV. I like that stuff. <laughs> the weirder, the better. Loser. So it was your All choice. Right. 
Okay. Well, not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, who, hel- who holds the remote in that house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mystery way. girl. Oh, man. Bob from Cheshire. How's it going, Bob? It's D. Not too bad, D. How's it going, guys? It's going good. So what did you learn today, Bob? Hey, thanks to a story from your past, I learned a new way to scare kids out of my driveway. <laughs> Just come cruising out of the garage with a chainsaw in hand. Baby, it is sweet. You should see them scatter. Yeah, that's not too bad. <laughs> I need to use that. <laughs> well, feel free. Uh, I have patented it, but I'm sharing it with others. Hold on, Bob. Mmm, Dark Side Dave. Chewbacca! Crank it! <laughs> what did you learn? Oh, uh, well, I learned that uh, after this weekend's Viagra, um, if Michelle gets pregnant again, which, I mean, uh, is highly doubtful, um, we're going to have to name the boy Bathroom. <laughs> well, I guess you should name him Houdini if he gets out of the bag, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, <laughs> Let's talk to Mike from Springfield. Hi, Mike. It's D. Mike. Hey, D. How you doing, man? What did you learn today, Mike? I'm good. What did you learn? Today, I learned that if all those kids out there don't get up and go to school on time, they could end up like Darkseid on a morning radio show wearing a bra and a thong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it prepares you for the real world, Mike. (laughs) The bra and thong, I mean. Hold on a second. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Nick's kid's first first kid's name is going to be Beth. What? A-hole. Oh, <laughs> There's Nick's problem with anatomy again. Nick, she can't get pregnant that way. Oh. So, what did you learn today, Nick? I'm an ass man. <laughs> Dude, you're a little bitch. Yeah, I'm an ass man. I'm somebody bitch. Um, I learned, uh, that <laughs> I learned there, there's a doctor out there who's mighty brave and um, it's going to take a very steady hand, Doc B, but I am uh, ready for the challenge. By the end of this week, hopefully I'll be grabbing my ankles and um, talking into that microphone and, um, you know, getting what's coming to me. I'm somebody's bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I, I, this, I see this as a public service. You know what I mean? Right, Beth? You're a public servant for the most part. Over the years, my ass has taken a pounding. <laughs> I'm not, I don't work for the post office, that's what you mean. But you have that public affairs show, right? Well, well yeah, for what it is. So not I, much longer, so I So this is like a public service for yeah, me, like we'll, prostate. We'll, uh, we'll mark this down as public service on the part of the radio it, station. Sure. No, well, it is. I mean, you know, we're, we're opening, we're making people aware of the importance of a prostate exam, especially if you're older. Nick really isn't required to have one at this stage you, you know do what? know nick yeah there's no tongue involved in a prostate exam <laughs> you know that i was hoping but as a matter of fact nick if you'd like to do the public affairs show this weekend you are absolutely welcome to do oh, it oh i would love to be still doing that i would I'm love really, to be I have had, your show. i'm in discussions to try to get out of oh my D. god i know management please Please, this is Beth Lockwood for God's sake. So, Nick, feel free. somebody else on there? Some intern? Mm. This is ridiculous. Get her off that show. Oh, I will if I'm a guest. (laughs) I don't think she'll have to be worried about doing the show I don't think I can interview you. Oh, no, you'll interview me. You know. All right, let's set it up whenever you're free. Cool. Awesome. All right. Let's talk to Dan from Springfield. Dan, it's Dee. How are you, man? 
I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. So uh, what did you learn today, Dan? Um, well, basically, I learned that due to the recent findings by whatever the bottled water company was, I don't have to stop smoking weed because I can blame all my concentration lapses on the large quantity of caffeine I consume daily. Perfect. There you go. Mm-hmm. Good side effect. <laughs> yeah, but they say anything about pot in there, my chance? Thanks, Dan. <laughs> no, different study. <laughs> the whole different study, yeah? Uh, okay, Sean, read me back the minutes, will you please? Okay, Rob from Watertown learned that Nick is seriously screwed because people from Enfield are calling up to trap him by coming to the town. Bob from Cheshire learned that thanks to a story from your past, D, he learned a new way to scare kids out of his driveway. Mike from Springfield learned if all those kids out there don't get up on time for school, they could end up working morning radio wearing a thong and a bra like Darkseid. <laughs> And Dan from Springfield learned that due to recent findings from the water company survey, he can blame his uh, lack of concentration on caffeine rather than smoking pot. Hmm. Our, <laughs> I, I kind of think that Mike's is, has is a little bit of a message for the kids. Chainsaw? <laughs> no. Oh, Mike getting was, up on time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't let this happen to you kids. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's, <laughs> let's give Mike from Springfield the passes to the Showcase Cinema. Mike? Sweet. Good job. Good job, man. Well well done. Thanks, Dee. And thank you for playing, and keep listening, and hold on so we can get your information. Mike, Bob, Dan, and Rob, thank you for contributing to the show. But there's only one winner on what we learned today, and now we must be gone. Tomorrow on D Snyder Radio, it's uh, the Fat Man versus the Wheel Wheel versus the Weasel versus Captain Howdy. But I have the way in. We have an ongoing diet thing going on. With we have some people who are contributing some nice prizes. People like Judy Rodriguez's Extreme Fitness in West Hartford, who giving a gym membership and Bob Stores, we're giving a gift certificate. Gift certificate for clothing, Supplement City, who's fixing everybody up with the stuff they need. Nick's not taking this very serious. See, I can tell you're I was like almost mad at me. I'm trying, dude. I you don't understand. I what got it is you the weight gain. I got you. The, His stomach the, cannot take it. Dude, dude, do you can't understand? Take you it. try it's it, like, Beth. You can try it. How do you I know? I will you try, try it all weekend. I, you don't understand what it's like sitting on the toilet and feeling like you're peeing out of your butthole. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> hey, do you brought um, it up. Okay, we'll talk about that tomorrow at length when Doc B's here for the weigh-in. And even a bigger event tomorrow. <sighs> the Weasel and the Fat Man are going to go at it in the ring. The sumo wrestling ring. Dressed only, draped only in Depends diapers since we couldn't get the ceremonial cloths to wrap around the genitalia. They're going to go at it. And Nick, you really think you got a shot against Sean? Oh, yeah. I'm going to take him down because all I have to do is get... I found this out today. You have to either get your opponent out of the ring or if any of their body parts touch the ground, they're done. And he's so fat that he'll tip over because he's unbalanced. So I'm going to get him. He's not a weeble. (laughs) Close. All right. So we'll, we'll see. And Rob Dibble. From ESPN Radio's Dan Patrick Show. He's coming back from Tampa. I'm sure he'll have something to say. I want to talk about the commercials tomorrow, too. We really get into the commercials. There's some great commercials on the Super Bowl. So maybe you can get some information on that, Beth. We can talk about that a little, little okay. bit. Listen, keep listening to Radio 104 all day long from 10 a.m. on. Don't stop, okay? Because we got an ongoing contest called Red Hot Trippin'. That's where we send people each week to exotic tropical locations so you can get away from this damn Connecticut winter. 
And this week's grand prize is a red-hot trip to Montego Bay, Jamaica. Been to Jamaica. It's awesome. All right? That's where I went on my honeymoon. That's got to be a great prize. All you got to do, keep listening. When you hear your cue to call, it's a sounder that plays. If you're calling number 10, you'll win a Radio 104 beach towel and be qualified for Friday's grand prize drawing. All right? So get Red Hot Trippin' with Sobe, Daddy's Junkie Music, Pizza Hut Stuffed Crust Pizza, and Modern Rock Radio 104. Thank you to Showcase Cinemas for all the passes we've had to give away. To uh, to Sobe for the fabulous beverages. We need more stuff, guys. New York, New York Deli on Asylum Street in downtown Hartford. Also, tomorrow on D-Snyder Radio, you'll get information on the huge new network of D-Snyder Euro sticker locations. There's going to be about 30 of them in all. You can check them out at Radio104.com. And also, be sure to keep clicking on RealDuty.com, running up the hits on our website so we start showing up in the search engines, okay? All right. Up next is Will Cow. He's had several Sobe energy drinks at this point. So this man is wired, and he is ready to go. To give you the best, is it the midday? Is that what they call it? Yeah. Middays? Best midday show in town. All right, have a great day, everybody. See you bright and early.